1: Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings. Week two, picks against the spread, survivor selections, free money, teasers, super locks, and game-by-game previews. You out there, smash the like to the episode, sub to Mayo Media Network, and get in that draw for 500 bucks. We're giving that away on Friday show with Tambo. So subscribe, download, rate, and review the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast on Apple or Spotify. Leave a five-star review, something you enjoy about the show, and boom, you are in that draw. If you've previously done it, outside of like the last week, do it again. Help us get back up to the very top of the podcast charts, all right? Tell some friends about the show, too. Like, I don't want to spend money outside of the 500 bucks to give to one of you on advertising for any of this stuff, so just tell people. you know, Message on Reddit. Be like, hey, you should listen to this show. It's a good show, and then trust me, I feel like this one is probably going to be a pretty good show. And the audio is always out before the video as well, so if you want to get it early, subscribe to the audio podcast. The DraftKings Listeners League is now available as well. It's down in the description. Uh, 3,000 spots this week. I think there's already 700 gone, so go get your spots already okay Jeff Feinberg is on the line you sir were in the running for saddest week one but that's not the case anymore
2: yeah no there were I'd say a lot sadder week ones my week one was sad no one people did sad things Pat but no one can live up to their reputation like we can <laughs> like for, for for us in Canada like the Chargers are essentially the keg steakhouse like they are they did exactly what you thought, I guess, they would always do. Uh, but no, not sad, because there's like a glimmer. Of, they were like, there's light. Like, you know, they score over 30 points, lose a big game again. But no, I think other people had sadder weekends. We'll get to them, I guess. We will.
1: The coin actually had a pretty decent week so it's not really too sad at all although the coin has no emotions from what i hear paul is behind the sticks and now to bring in the man who is such a main character he stole jeff's sadness from him it is tim, tim and august
0: tim august
3: that's not my name how you feeling I'm a glass case of emotion.
1: Do you feel good because the Jets won?
3: Yeah. I mean, I'm very happy to have gotten a win. As I said on Twitter last night, and I think it's right, it's like you get to play Pebble Beach once in your life, you shoot 127, but you get a hole in one. That's what last night was. Look, the season is ruined in terms of, like, a Super Bowl. So, given that fact, how happy can I really be? That team was outside of, like, you know, the receivers played great. Running backs looked electric. The defense looked amazing. That really was, with a quarterback, the best team we saw in the AFC last week, uh, top to bottom. The Dolphins, of course, scored a ton of points, but they, they couldn't play defense. and uh, There was no other impressive AFC team. It's, it was the most impressive AFC performance because we didn't have a quarterback. But at the same time, I should be happy I won, but it took Jay Cutler throwing four interceptions and it took, uh, or sorry, Jay Cutler threw three interceptions and one fumble, and it took a punt return touchdown to win in overtime. So, like, how sustainable is that? And, uh, you know, Roger's gone for the year. He's 40 years old. Is he ever coming back? I mean, maybe. Probably not, though. Guess we don't have to give away a first-round pick anymore. It's really sad. It hurts. Um, it's like the 2008 Patriots all over again. Um, I'm going to claim a hypothetical championship. I've decided that now. I think this team would have won the championship had it had it been healthy. I think I saw enough last night to tell me that they they would have won the Super Bowl. They were the class of the AFC. Uh, it was stolen from me. This is Aaron Hills U.S. Open for Phil all over again. This is a decky at the 2020 players. I, I was right. But circumstances outside of my control have taken it away from us. So, you know, I feel good about that, that I capped this season perfectly. Just the most disastrous thing happened to take it off the board in reality.
1: Do you think it was one of the greatest? Do you think this is retribution for hitting Wyndham Clark? Because many people mentioned that.
3: I <laughs> don't, I don't. I do not believe that. I don't believe that things work in that way. Um It's tough, you know. I, you know, in in one sense, like you know that your season is always hinging on one play at a time. No matter what team you cheer for, uh, you always know that risk going in. You got a quarterback who's almost forty; that's a risk. It really hurts. Like it, it, it when you have hopes, and everything you thought would happen with the team is exactly even better than you hoped for, but. Of course, the quarterback goes out for the year. It's devastating. And it took, you know, a lot of bounces to have to go perfectly right last night to win. And uh, unfortunately for us, we don't get to play Buffalo every week. We have to play real NFL teams. And that's a challenge. Um, I don't know. Like, I feel good about week one on certain things. I was delighted to see. And I, wish, I wish this was my original point because I saw somebody make this point. And it was great. So Denver spent all this money and brought in a new coach just to lose 17-16 again. Uh like Denver is as bad as they ever were. Uh the Patriots did, played the best they possibly could and lost. The Dolphins have no defense and the Bills are just a, a very very bad team. So I'm happy that the teams I don't like looked bad, but at the same sense, you know, my year got ruined. You're giving credit to the
2: ho- Dolphins looking bad? Like they're def- the look bad defense,
3: their defense was horrific.
2: Yeah, it's week one with the new coordinator. Um,
3: but supposed to be the greatest defensive coordinator signing, you know, in the history of humankind. And yeah, but uh, I
2: don't think you can classify their week one as a well, bad you know, week. You
3: know what? I'm grieving. I can classify it however okay, I see Fine, you're fit. right.
2: I won't fight you on yeah, I'm it. Yeah,
1: it is Tim living his truth week. So you just let it all out. We're here for support. They we won, won the game. We they, were happy. They, thank you. We were happy that they won for you in overtime. That must have been exciting.
3: I. I felt like one of the few times in my life that people on Twitter or X were rooting for me. They're like, let's, let's get them this win. It felt really satisfying to get that one W. Because, like, with Zach Wilson at the helm, I don't see a whole lot of Ws, to be perfectly frank. Mm-hmm. Uh, not with a very tough schedule. So, like, we got one. We don't have to give up a first-round pick. God knows what parade of has-been quarterbacks we're going to be interviewing. It's going to be a horrific thing, but I always have, we have last night.
1: We've all, we'll always have Paris. So let's talk about these other QBs. And who you could possibly bring in. I know who you would like, and I don't know if it's possible to go get him because I think that team may need him uh, pretty soon after what we saw in week one from Desmond Ritter. So I don't know if Heineke is going to be on the table, but I think that's the right type of guy. Because I don't think the Jets, I mean, you were, you kind of nailed it dead on. This defense looked amazing. And it's, we talked on Sunday night. We talked a little bit about how the Browns just have the Bengals' numbers. The Raiders have Denver's numbers. Mm-hmm. The Jets' defense has Josh Allen's number. Like, it's been, what, four straight games now, where he's just been putrid against the Jets. So I'm curious to see what happens with Buffalo moving forward and how Josh Allen looks when he's not playing this defense. But you have all the pieces in place. Having Aaron Rodgers, even if it was a not you know, an MVP or vintage-style Aaron Rodgers, can you find someone or trade for someone who's – 80% of that right now? Because I think if you can, no. then you still have a chance. Like, what if it's Jameis?
2: They you, went 500 last year with with Wilson, no, who was statistically... Seven okay, sorry. They flirted with 500. I'll say that nicer. They flirted with 500 with seven wins last year with Wilson, who was, I think, by certain metrics, like the worst starting quarterback ever. So they need to get someone who can get them to 17 points a game, and they might be okay. They might win ten, nine games. They let
3: Mike White walk out of the building.
2: Oh, there it is, right? There like it this,
3: is. This team is the you know best. I said to you the pre-show, like, I've been here before. This is the 2009 Jets. This is the 2010 Jets. Fantastic running, good receivers, fantastic defense, no
1: reliable quarterbacks.
2: Um, I'll it, it, give you a name you probably haven't even thought of, and it's not Philip Rivers.
1: Is it Kirk Cousins?
2: No, it's not. We will will, will
1: complete the full circle of time on the show and Kirk Cousins will become the Jets
2: quarterback. It's probably like not fair to even do it, uh, but I believe the Jets should go after Nathan Rourke. I think he's amazing. Former BC Lion, Jacksonville Jaguar preseason star.
3: (laughs) Well, look, I'm, I'm on board for like a Kurt Warner warren moon doug flutie situation like fine like the only team in the history of football that had a devastating quarterback injury and bounced back was the 99 rams like i think the jets have every bit the talent of the 99 rams they just don't have the quarterback to make that team go garrett wilson made the nicest catch you've ever seen in metlife stadium the nicest catch you've ever seen okay we're not gonna like we're stadium.
1: not gonna let you live your truth that much that is absolutely it's honest. true no, That was not it's not it's true, true. Jeff, can can you beat the tie-breaking vote on this? Do you think Wilson's catch was nicer or (laughs) Beckham's catch?
2: It's not true, but I'm not (laughs) finding Tim on anything (laughs) here.
3: And again, I wanted to correct you. We kept talking about Josh Allen. I don't know who that is. His name is Jay Cutler.
2: Oh, it's got so many Cutler. There are so many moments of Cutler vibes that we've joked about, but it's not funny anymore, I think.
3: (laughs) No, I still think it's kind of funny. It still amuses me. That team is cooked. Uh, my team's cooked too. But uh, you know, the so AFC then, East went from people saying, "Oh, this is the strongest division, and this is going to be so competitive." No, it's not. Like the Patriots are bad. The Jets are. The Jets have no quarterback. The Bills are bad, and the Dolphins only have half a team. Like, yeah, someone have to make the playoffs, but
1: none of these teams are any good now. Who would be the quarterback then? Like, is if Zach Wilson gives you no life? I don't think like none. There, there has to be someone out there. <clears throat> like, I think Jameis is a decent fit. Why not? Why not Jameis? Sure. I,
3: I would rather, I look, I would, well, because he throws every game away, but so does that. But, I, but so.
1: whatever. Like, you, 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 you know, it's not Zach Wilson. So just anyone else seems like a better option.
2: What about Tannehill?
1: I would take
3: Tannehill. Sure. The Titans want to give him up. I mean, I'll go for anybody who was in a training
1: camp. I think Cousins I'll take my chances, I think quick. Cousins is realistic here. And it I mean it obviously depends on how the Vikings do, but they just lost to Tampa. If they lose We have a meet, first round pick to trade. That you do. And <laughs> I, I mean it probably wouldn't even take to I mean if they start 0 four or something like that, which is not inconceivable. Can not wait that long? I think that you, you can. Can't wait that long. I absolutely think Not that with the schedule. Not with the schedule. Yeah, your your guys' schedule is hard anyway. At the beginning, like you probably were going to go what two and three, three and two to start the year anyway. Now you you banked a win against the Bills. You can pick up another one somewhere along the way, or hell, even start one and three and then bring in a real quarterback. Then you have like the cupcake schedule to end the year and make a comeback when the quarterback gets integrated in, and boom, you're back in business. Maybe Arizona
2: will trade you Dobbs. (laughs) Dobbs is
1: better than Zach Wilson.
2: Yeah, I know. That, that I just...
3: looked bad last night. Like, he did not even look good. He threw that one interception that you just... <laughs> like, who were you throwing that to? It was like the one that Deshaun threw on Sunday. like, in what world was that a pass? But I,
1: at least when we watched that one back, it was tipped from Deshaun. It just... It, it, it took,
3: you know, the Plinko chips all falling in the same slot four straight times for the Jets to win last night. Uh, it took a winning accomplice in a completely lifeless soft as marshmallow bills team to, to make that happen. But, you know, as Jeff said, and I agree with him, that was perhaps one of the greatest regular, not perhaps it was one of the greatest regular season wins ever.
2: And it was equally as bad for the Buffalo bills. Oh, and after, that's, a and after that's a season ender. That's no, th- a
3: season think, ender.
2: No, it's not a season. I don't think it's a season it's ender, ender in
1: week one.
2: I don't it's know how not, you come back from that. They can come home to the Ralph- get knocked out this week too. I mean, they the the, the, the Bills
1: the- lost two years ago to the Steelers in Week One was worse than the loss they had last night.
3: No, no, it wasn't. It's no a- one they can would put say that. a forty burger. This was the on worst. The this was the Sunday. this was the it worst loss. Matter. This is the worst loss the Bills have had in the regular season since two thousand and four, when the fourth stringers for the Steelers knocked them out of the playoffs.
2: Is a really bad loss for Buffalo, and almost in the sense that when 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 Allen threw his first pick trying to be a hero, literally said to the guys I'm with. Like, he is now, because Aaron Rodgers is out, they are no longer playing Patrick Mahomes tonight. They no longer need, like, to score 25, 30 points. They need to just win the game they're in. And he's choosing to not realize that. Like, you've just got to win the game you're in. And sometimes it doesn't require uh, what it takes to beat, like, uh, a different team that can put up all those points. A team that isn't shell-shocked. But it's he just, just kept making all. that crowd and team alive. I, it's,
3: it's just it's, it's, been stolen from me. That's all. Just a whole year has been stolen from me.
2: Well, this means yeah, you never sucks. this this means
1: you get the devastation out of the way early, and then when you were going to be wrong anyway, then it never actually has to happen. You can claim what well, like you said, you're gonna claim victory I, anyway.
3: Oh, I'm already claiming a hypothetical Super Bowl championship. This team was the best team in the AFC. <laughs> I don't think there's any I think there's much dispute about it through one week. Not much dispute about it at all. How does Paul feel about his team? Paul, how are you feel about the Bills?
4: I'm really, like, I think all of you guys are overreacting. Is it horrible? Was Josh, Josh Allen terrible? Yeah, he was very, very, very bad. It's week one. I mean, losing to Zach Wilson was definitely embarrassing. They were, like, minus 1,000, over minus 1,000 favorites as they went to half. Um, but, you know, that, that crowd in New York was was rocking. Tough spot, played really horrible, but like there's sixteen games left. Calm down. Yeah. It's like are are no, we no, talking, no. are we saying like for instance, like uh the Burrow. Che- Burrow scored three points against the uh against the the Browns this week. Like are people freaking out? Is he completely washed? Is he cooked? The books aren't giving no. up on him. He's a three point favorite. Bills are almost ten or like nine and a half point favorites. Yeah, Just no no calm no, hold down.
2: on. I don't think, I mean, at least I, I said they, they'll score, could score 30 40 versus the Raiders in their home opener this week. But I don't think that takes away from the fact that's a bad, embarrassing loss. And it's not the same as like Joe Burrow in the sense that um, like your opponent was shell-shocked and you couldn't punch him in the mouth. Like, I don't know. It just seemed like a total giveaway night. I, I, it, I agree a tough spot. But once what happens happens, I don't know, a great win for the Bills. I'll agree. Well, we can give all the credit. I mean, we can give all the credit to the Jets. I don't need a shit on the Bills. Well, but...
1: the the difference between the two, it, it is funny. Kind of what Paul is saying here is, though, that, like, the Bills basically beat themselves on Monday night. Because there was a Monday night game, Tim, I want to say four or five years ago. It was Jets Jets-Browns on Monday night. And at some point, the Browns realized that the Jets couldn't move the ball more than, two yards on any drive. And they were like punting from the jets 40. They were like, we're just going to give you Mm -hmm. the ball back and you're not going to do anything. And it was the perfect strategy. The jets couldn't move the ball. I think they had like 13 points and the Browns were like, this is going to be good enough. Let's just sit on this lead. That's all the bills had to do. And they actively threw themselves out of the game. What is funny, what Paul brings up though, Jeff is like the Bengals sucked. Like they, they didn't throw the game away. They just were bad. They were never in the game.
2: Yeah, no, I totally agree. Uh, They sucked from start to go. It it looked horrible. Like, yes, Joe uh, Joe Burrow. I'm sorry. uh, Josh Allen played to his floor. But there were also moments where it's like, yeah, that's Allen. And then, like, shit, the worst of him came out. You didn't see one, like, ceiling moment from Joe Burrow. Uh, It was very concerning. So I agree. And to also piggyback and and put Aaron Paul's point, you watch football at 1 o'clock on Sunday. The offenses all looked horrible to the point where I looked like the people I was with. I was like, "Shoot! Like I really wanted to see the Chargers come out of the wagon this (laughs) week on offense, but looks like everyone is just struggling. All these new coordinators, no one's getting off the mat." Um, So that was a problem for most teams around the league. Seemed very sloppy, but again, I it's just a really embarrassing loss for Buffalo, and it sort of brought up vibes of that Skyler Thompson game where they were somewhat lucky to win. Um, And that's got to be saddening to see that carry over. On the flip side, Paul, on the flip side, on the flip side, my team scores 30 points every time we're in a big game and we can't win. And I'm supposed to have a defensive-minded coach. Okay? It makes no sense to me. It makes no sense. Like, I'm dumbfounded. So, I got my own problems and I'm in a, my own bit of a pathetic situation. But oh, we're sorry,
3: Brees Hall just broke off another 40 yard run <laughs> against a team incapable of tackling. Soft as marshmallows. The Bills haven't, when was the last time the Bills showed up for a game? It's been several games that no matter. So.
2: Yeah, imagine parlaying that sky that playoff game into your week one performance. But again, imagine being the Chargers and parlaying that Jacksonville postseason loss, which felt one of a kind, into a game in week one where where my boy at the Athletic, Daniel Popper, said, uh, if you do these four things the Chargers did, which was rush for 200 yards, win the turnover margin by two, score 30, and there was one more thing. Do you know what teams are since 2000 when they do all these four things? They're 101, 110 and 0. Well, guess what? It's 110 and 1 now. That's what my team is capable of. That's what my team did when I was looking forward to seeing them answer the bell from the moment they chopped my head off. Now, here's the good thing. Here's the only good news. When your team does literally chop your head off and stab you in the heart, it makes, like, recovering from Sunday a picnic. It's almost like that Jacksonville game. I, I, I Like, I'm frustrated, but it, it literally felt like we went to Wonderland based on the last Chargers loss, like the after effects. Want to trade I'm spots? So...
3: I bet you don't. Pardon? Want to trade spots? I bet you don't.
2: I do not want to trade spots with you because guess what? What did I say? What was my motto for the season? Fun and sadness. What was exactly that Charger game?
3: Fun and sadness. I mean, through one week, it's pretty clear that all three of the teams we cheer for on this show are all profoundly, profoundly flawed. Uh, except and for, a strong except, AFC. Except they're for
4: fighting my favorite
1: them. team from last week, the Arizona Cardinals. They gave me some stress, but, you know, they came through. So shout out to the Arizona Cardinals. Great team. Paul, you were going to say?
4: I was just going to tag on to what Jeff was saying. Is that... I've been a Bills fan my entire life. It's just like my heart has been broken so many times that, yeah, it didn't, it didn't actually hurt nearly as much as you would think losing week one. Yeah. It hurts a lot more in the playoffs if you have those types of performances than, uh, than week one. It is what it is. It was really bad. Well, Hopefully they get back on board.
3: I have no fear. You won't have to worry about any playoff losses this year.
1: I Our love, team, double I love
4: to belt. hear that yeah. based on – Based on your, unless they learn uh, how to tackle, unless they season. learn how to
3: tackle, Paul, unless they learn how to tackle, they have no shot.
4: We'll figure
1: that out. They're professionals. We'll
4: figure mm, that out. Yeah. Their secret the,
2: weapon was inactive.
1: Well, they should hire a Cust who can <laughs> tackle Derrick Henry. the Joy
3: on your face. Look at the joy on your face when you say that, Jeffrey. You should be ashamed of yourself.
2: No joy. I love I think it's a beautiful story, but We're now rooting for the same king. thing.
3: Now I'm rooting for Zach Wilson to win comeback player of the year. So, I mean, what if this works if out? What if,
1: what if Cam's buddy was right the entire time where the Jets trade for Drew Locke and Drew Locke leads them to the playoffs?
3: I'll take anything. i well, was supposed to break the longest. A- anything? Uh, anything?
1: Jamming. Hold on. Anything. Who is of, of the quarterbacks on this list? you got Foles, Jameis, Colt McCoy, Cooper Rush, Carson Wentz, Bridgewater, Heineke, Keenum, Mariota San Davis Mills, out of all of those quarterbacks, we're like, let's throw Zach Wilson out. Let's say the Jets bring in a new quarterback to be their starter. Which one don't you want it to be? Of all those names,
3: like the only one I didn't really want was, I heard some people were throwing Joe Flacco's name around. It's like, no, I can't. I can't said, do that I, again. It wasn't, even I that,
1: it wasn't even a name
3: that I said. Yes. So give me a real name. I know. I was waiting, I was waiting for that name. Of all those names, I guess I'd be least excited for Bridgewater, because I think we saw last year in the Dolphins games when they needed him, that he was just done for. He had nothing in the tank.
1: So Carson Wentz, new Jet starter?
3: I wouldn't be excited for Carson Wentz, but if you're telling me Carson Wentz is going to play worse than Zach Wilson, I'd I'd tell you probably not. It'll all end horribly, but then two seasons ago, Carson Wentz led a team to like 10 wins. So This didn't happen. It could go worse. It could go worse than
1: Washington, only went eight and eight last year. Like like, anyway, you could do worse. Let's recap last week in terms of our results, because no one was below five hundred, which is nice. Jeff and I were nine and seven. Cust, you won the coin. We're eight and eight. We all advanced in Survivor. Don't ask me about the fucking Survivor pool because it's a fucking shit show. Um, yeah. So don't even worry about that. Play in the league safe. uh, Week two. One that's down in the description right now. Download the League Safe app, it's free to play. 400 bucks to the winners, just a pick them game. You make 10 picks, easy stuff. You want to build a bankroll? That's the way to do it. Uh, Super locks were all one and oh. Green Bay came through for both of you. Arizona held on to cover the seven points, which is really nice. And Minnesota broke up, cussed six and a half point teaser, so he's 0 and 1 on the air for free money, 21 and 121 in his career. But Jeff, I don't know if you watched the Sunday Night Show or if you, the viewers, watch the Sunday Night Show out there. However, uh, Tim got himself uh, an air fryer, at least on the show. We're going to be having a cooking segment every single Sunday night live <laughs> on the show before Sunday Night Football. <laughs> so if you missed it, here it is. How long does it usually take you to make matzo sticks, pal? Uh,
3: whatever it says on the box for the oven. I have in the past, but that's I have
1: microwave. No, you never. never, No.
4: Oh, don't put them in the microwave.
3: I've eaten them frozen once
1: before. You've eaten them frozen before? What? Once. once. (laughs) Sorry, I did it once. (laughs) How did that go? How did you not break your teeth? (laughs) Well,
3: it was during a power. It was during a power outage. You had to have mozzarella sticks, and And I ate them frozen. I was hungry. And, like, the, uh, the fridge had been off for a few hours, so, like, I ate the frozen lots of sticks. I only did it once. They weren't that great.
4: They weren't that
3: great. I didn't do it
1: again, but I've done it. Ugh. Sorry. It's real low rent, bud. Oh, man. That, that I'm not proud of it. That might, <laughs> like, sweep the Custies. Oh, Please. <laughs> Oh, he was already anticipating. Sad, you're really high in those matzo those, sticks.
4: They smell really. They good. smell. They, they do stables. smell really good. The studio is just. You guys could have, you know, got yourself a little bit of marinara. I don't I really, really care for marinara that much. There you go. You guys do a weird thing out here with monster. Don't air sticks? sauce would be the way to go with it. People Ew. do the. Uh,
3: don't
4: air sauce. People do sour cream. Oh, like They're probably here. hot. They just Find came out
1: of the air fryer. Oh, yeah. Or sa-
4: sour cream would be. That's a like legit if you dip. order it here in Nova Scotia, sour cream is like standard. It's weird. Really?
1: Yeah. It is. It is strange. the standard dip.
3: My God, this is hot.
1: It just finished. What? Do You think it was going to come out cold? Uh, I don't know. He's used to them being <laughs> ice All right. Cold. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you
3: just behave
4: yourself now. You behave yourself. Motivated. All right, we got seven right now. By the time we
1: get to game seven, right. we'll have more.
4: All right. Th- I'll start. Thursday night football. We've got the Minnesota Vikings oh at the God. Philadelphia huh. Eagles. <laughs> You're right there, kid.
3: I am not going.
4: I think it's Tim's turn first, so... <laughs> Vikings at Eagles. Thursday night football. You're still eating it! <laughs> Why would you put it in your mouth again? <laughs> Whoa! Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh,
1: oh. oh no! <laughs> don't kill your timbers! Don't tempt me, Tim.
4: Oh, god. It's so hot here. Oh my god.
3: Okay. So what's your pick? I don't even know what the game was. <laughs>
2: watch some of that it saw the the frozen matzo stick like what a, what a scene what a scene of desperation
0: we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast.
3: Did you eat
1: the other half of the box last night frozen? No, I didn't. I had no appetite. So are you saying that rooting for the Jets is like the new diet fad? It could be. I, I was sick to my stomach.
3: I was excited. The re- only moment in the whole game I was actually like genuinely like got up and did some little kicks was the punt return touchdown. Little uh, kicks? I was like, so were well, you playing? Uh, it was, I, I was the only time all game where I was like even somewhat excited – uh, that and Wilson's, you know, when you have the touchdown of the season in the opening week, that helps too.
1: Well, it is, the touchdown. It, all good. it is the touchdown of the season so far. It is kind of funny, though, that the only reason that the catch was so amazing is because the throw was so horrible.
3: Yeah, oh, it's a horrible one. If you told me that I was going to have the defensive player of the week and the special teams player of the week on my team, and I would come on this show devastated. I would have not believed you, but yet that is what is definitely going to happen.
1: Lost in all of this, because obviously Rodgers goes out, Allen at Whitehead ends up with the three interceptions, they get the fumble recovery. Sauce got lit up in that game by Diggs.
3: That lit up is an exaggeration. He didn't, he didn't beat him for any long. They didn't worry touchdowns on him. They didn't hit him on any like 40-yard routes. Uh, he didn't play quite as well as he's played in the past, but he was fine. And Hall and Whitehead more than looked after. Like That secondary is scary. That is a Seattle Legion of Boom quality. I have the Legion of Boom secondary. I have an 85 Bears front. I have the the Cleveland Browns with Jim Brown running the ball, essentially. Un- Unfortunately. The, I have the un- greatest un- show on turf. Playing I, receiver, and I don't have anyone at quarterback. Well, Isn't you, that cool? you, don't, you don't
1: have anyone it's at quarterback, like and you have your high school football team's offensive line trying to block for whoever because they're terrible.
3: That's not great. But honestly, I <laughs> feel it's like that that uh, Twilight Zone where my glasses got broken, and now I'm lost for all eternity with all these books, <laughs> not able to read.
2: Has Tom Brady
3: We're made it this. impossible?
2: No, 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 I'm not no. doing Brady coming back. No. Has Brady's career, Pat, Brady doing what he did at an age, through an age, really given both players, veteran quarterbacks, and fans, like a mind warp of what we should expect? Like, when we were younger, these guys would have all retired by now. They would not have tried to play season 38 years old, season 39 years old at QB1. But Brady sort of set this standard. Um, Now, the pay is so good. But we just see them all. They try to do it. Matt Ryan died a, died a corpse. Peyton
3: Manning did too, but he won a Super Bowl even as, even as a corpse. I mean, yeah,
2: I, no, I, 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 think he,
1: I think that his circumstances were a little bit different because he basically broke his neck at one point and then came back. No, yeah, but then he was awesome when he came back. And then, and then he deteriorated. had some of his best
3: years ever. And then he deteriorated. I would take that level of quarterback. That, that 2016 Broncos team isn't too dissimilar from this Jets team. That's actually true. Brady
2: you That's
3: gotta, what I need. That's what I need. I need a Nick Foles. I need a... Then Nick Foles is available.
1: Colt Ma- I need somebody I mean, who's... Wh- not- why not Colt McCoy then? Colt McCoy. Like, Colt Ma- Colt I need McCoy McCoy somebody is who's actually like to turn like, the competent. ball He was competent last I need- year.
3: I just need someone who's not going to turn the ball, ball over. Which is why Jameis Smith doesn't doesn't help my problem.
1: Yeah, but at least Jameis can make a play or two at the same time. But he, Zach, he, he Zach Wilson not old, Zach Zach Wilson not only turns the ball over, he's also incapable of making any plays. <laughs> I, I'm not here to
3: stand for Zach Wilson. However, I still think the Jets are in a great spot this week. I will say against that number, that um, number is way well, too well, big. Well, maybe we that,
1: maybe we can. wait. Why, why, don't wait till, why, why, why don't you wait till we get to that game? Yeah. Remember we go okay. through the games and we talk about them all? Yeah. So you have you just completely blocked that out of your mind? I don't know. You don't know? I've cool. been
3: thinking. I've been i barely even thought about the I, I found some free money for this week, but I, I haven't done as much prep today as I would have liked them. Just not feeling that.
1: Well get your spirits back up, pal. It's a fucking Why? football team. For what reason? I mean, do you have yeah, none, no you, it's you, right. you have so little going on in your life, this is crushing you? Fuck no, off. but when it comes to thinking about but
3: it comes to thinking about football, it's not really fun to think about football right
1: now. Hey, you're beating Paul in your season-long bet for 500 bucks that you can root for.
3: That's a sadness bet. It's the that's basically a race to six. Whoever gets there first will win.
1: Thursday night football. Minnesota at Philadelphia. The overs have hit on all four occasions since 2021 in which the Vikings were getting at least four points and they are now a 7-point dog. Two, the reigning NFC champions just won in New England on Tam Brady Day. And they won. They didn't really play all that well. But they still won and covered in that game. Forty-eight and a half is the total right now. Actually, sorry, 48 in real time uh, is the total right now. So, Jeff, I'm going to kick it to you. The Patriots did a really good job not letting any Eagles get behind them. And Mac Jones played so poorly at the beginning of that game, he kind of dug them in a hole that he himself, even though he played like really well in the middle part of the game, couldn't dig himself out of. And they really made a concerted effort not to let Jalen Hurts beat them. But like, I watched every snap of that Minnesota game. They should have scored 400 points and didn't. So I don't have high hopes that if they couldn't convert against the Bucks, that they're going to start converting against the Eagles anytime soon.
2: Yeah, I don't have a good vibe on this game. I don't really feel comfortable laying real money asking Philly to lay more than seven, but at home on a short week, uh, I think that I think that they probably can. I will lean Philadelphia, I hope, because it's not week one, that I don't get sucked into just betting this game because it's on TV. But um, the Vikings don't want to overreact to week one, but... I don't know, that was that was pretty ugly. That, and I, I guess we should note Tim it's a bad week from go from Tim, because wasn't that impossible for for Minnesota to lose?
3: I mean, I didn't think it was gonna happen. That's for sure.
2: No, you used a very aggressive um language.
3: Yeah. I'm sure I did. I was wrong about that, obviously. That's why my free money didn't win. Because I hit all the other legs of my free money. So
1: I'm gonna take Minnesota yeah. in the points just because Uh, It's Thursday night game. This isn't going to get any of my money. I think that the Vikings will be able to score. Uh, Although Kirk in prime time has never been great, Tim.
3: No. And the last time we saw these teams was in prime time last year and the Eagles beat them by a million. I'm teasing the Eagles down to a half point. I like the Eagles in this game. I think Philadelphia wins the game pretty comfortably. These Thursday night games by and large are trash. I expect this one to be kind of lopsided.
1: All right, let's go to Sunday. And we're going to start with your team, Tim. We're going to take, and the coin's taken Philly, by the way. Jets at Dallas. This is now ballooned up to nine and a half for Dallas. 40 is the over-under. You were already trying to talk about this game, Tim, and how that's too many points. So let's hear if it's too many points. I just think it's too many points.
3: Uh, th- th- there's, there's a massive amount of inflation going on in this game. A, because Dallas won uh, their football game by 40 points, as they do the second hand, second uh, side of the New York-New York-Frank Sinatra double uh it's too many points this game should be seven or seven and a half i think there's real value on the nine and a half with the jets why because the jets play very good defense they run the ball they control they should be able to control the clock i mean the risk is of course is that wilson could easily throw you out of this game but the uh, you, you know the jets have a the jets are equal to if not better team than the cowboys in many factors
1: Outside of obviously
3: the most important position,
1: well, I, see, I, 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 I would Dallas- I, I would actually say Dallas is like the closest comparable team to the Jets in the way that they're constructed. Yet they're better at the most important things: offensive line, quarterback.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I mean, that's that's the reason yeah. they should definitely be getting. They should be laying like seven and a half points. Nine and a half seems a bit rich. Um, I know Jeff will think that this is a great spot for the Cowboys because the Jets are coming off an emotional win in overtime. Uh, which fits his theorem of uh, you know, being bad for the Jets. But uh, I think that'll be more applicable to Buffalo than the Jets, who are going through something a little more di- a little different. Um, we'll see if there's a rally effect. I guess we're going to see what kind of a coach Robert Sala really is, because uh, they, you know, they're, they're in deep now. Uh, they've got a week. Hopefully, Rodgers is able to do some coaching. I mean, he says he likes Her- uh, Zach Wilson. Maybe he can help in some way. Also, the, the plays that they ran yesterday were... It was a playbook that certainly they wouldn't have spent much time of any really working with Zach Wilson in. Hopefully, they developed a couple more deep passes that they don't run everything at the line of scrimmage and they use Brees Hall <laughs> and Cook a lot, run the ball a lot. If Zach has to throw more than 25 times, you can't win. I don't think. Minimize the damage. I think it's going to be like a 24 to 17 type game for Dallas. I think the Jets will cover.
1: If the Jets, they, they're going to need a defensive score to get to 17 points, Jeff, it feels like to me, in, and even to kind of counter the rushing point, and let's, let's see if this holds up for the 2023 season, but in their past 10 games against top 10 rushing offenses, Jeff, the Cowboys are 8-2 and two ATS, and the when I just look at this game, the Jets' defense can more than keep them close in this game potentially and shut down this Dallas offense. That I have no doubt about, but the Jets' offensive line might be worse than the Giants' offensive line, and we just saw how that went.
2: Yeah, this game can get out of hand. Mm -hmm. Like, you cannot, you could like the Jets this week. You can't, like, even think about putting them on a teaser because that could get blown up so quickly. Micah Parsons himself can do it. And, and yeah, Pat makes the fair points to piggyback on Tim's points as to why this might be high. But I'm just not, I am not picking the Jets. I am more confident in, say, Dallas wrecking the spread. In their advantage, um, then I do the Jets and Zach Wilson getting, say, a backdoor cover in this game. Uh, I see, like, the pick six turnover going the other way for Dallas. This is early, and this game does check into a lot of narratives. I do like to play throughout the season, so it's tough in week two. To mention specifically the emotional overtime win, that almost feels like such an easy fade. But my probably all-time favorite NFL betting trend and I'm not the backup quarterback guy that, that our friend Cam is. But you guys know, like, if I think your team is good, I want to bet on you the first game with the backup starting. But this one just feels different. I do believe the Jets are a good team. But this just feels different. Maybe they'll rally around each other this week. But I don't know. It kind of feels like that's what happened last night. Dallas, big lead. Dallas popular suicide play maybe i I would have
1: to think so they're they're on my short list for consideration i'm taking dallas minus nine and a half as well um i just I, i don't see how the jets get to 10 points if they can if they don't get a defensive defensive or special team score i just don't see how they get to double digits against dallas's d so go with dallas seattle and detroit rematch of a game that won me a lot of money last year five and a half is the spread right now for the Lions, favored at home. Coming off the big opening night win, they have the extra rest. And the Seahawks were abysmal in the second half against the Rams. I think they gained 47 total yards. And now they've lost both of their offensive tackles. They're trying to sign 41-year-old Jason Peters at the moment. The Lions were a good momentum team last year. They were 7-1 and against the spread, coming off of a win last season. Um, I didn't think they looked all that great. In week one, in fact, they really should have lost to Kansas City, even if Kansas City had continued to drop every pass that they dropped and Tony didn't just tip up the ball for a pick six on one of them, they still would have won the game and Kansas City still would have covered that game. Uh, I do like the Lions in this spot. I think the Lions route the Seahawks here, Tim.
3: Yeah, uh, I feel very confident that Seattle is going to be one of Cam's three picks, though. Um, This is a classic. The world is going to be against... Seattle, Detroit's going to be an extraordinarily public side this week. It might be the squarest play on the board the more, the, the more and more I look at it. Um, and for that reason, I'm going to take Seattle. I think they're going to cover. I think it's going to be like a three-point game. I think the, I think the, I mean, I the Lions go away with the Super Bowl. I think this Lions team is very talented. I think the hate has gone, has gone a little far, a little overreactive with Seattle last week. They did play a team that, that plays them super well. And uh, I think Detroit is, should be laying three and a half, not five and a half. I think there's some value on the Seahawks.
1: I'm going to play them. So this line has remained five and a half, Jeff. But when I was doing my notes earlier, this game opened at 49 and a half it's down to 47 and a half and the spread hasn't changed and that's because those tackles are out and a big part of the success of the Seahawks last year was this like rookie and old school veteran offensive line gelling together coalescing keeping Geno upright and he just didn't have a chance last week against the Rams I don't want to say that you know Aaron Donald is on the Lions but their pass rush is still something that they can still get with four guys then drop everyone else into coverage I think it's going to be a tough task uh, to put up a ton of points here on Detroit when Gino has no time.
2: Yeah, so it feels like the, the books have put themselves in a bit of no man's land here, Pat. We were doing the show last week, and the look ahead on this game was a three. So, congrats to anyone who was smart enough to see the future on that one. But five and a half on a game that feels so one-sided is scary as shit. Um, and we've documented that, and I think last week we had two of those games. One was Minnesota. The other was Indianapolis. Um, Both of them probably shouldn't have covered. Um, Or sorry, both of the underdogs in both of those games probably should have covered. Like I'll narrative street the Lions here. Five and a half might not be enough. It could just be an absolute hornet's nest. The pregame emotion in Detroit next week will probably be very similar to the pregame emotion that was in New York last night.
3: Really, really, really. You want to consider what you just said and then decide whether that's what you think is true.
2: I mean, the fact that like this is it's a it's a beaten down fan base. There's expectation. It's the home opener. Granted, there's not a four time MVP playing quarterback. Are you it saying is this like, is
3: Detroit's 9/11?
2: No, week? I I didn't mean like the 9/11 stuff. I just well, mean that like was the a fi-
3: huge part of the crowd last night.
2: But no, but the Jets fans were rallied for that like for six months. I mean, in that sense, ah. like you're, the the off season optimism. Yeah, the 9/11 things a bit of a I can't really compete. Careful with that. now,
3: careful
2: now. <laughs> no, I I can't compete with that, and that's like on a whole other level. But I just mean like in the expectation and hype. And excitement for the season. Um, I feel like it's right there. It is right there on that note. Um, yeah. And it'll just like I thought the Jets would be a Hornet's net last night. Ended up winning. Okay, Not so how Horn- I thought so, they would. So when- Hornet's Nest, you're taking Detroit? Yeah. Okay. I don't trust Seattle for shit. Oh, 10 o'clock, Seattle to Detroit for a week two game.
1: Okay. So you and I are both taking Detroit. The coin and Cust are taking Seattle. Chargers and Les Titan are up next. The Chargers are three-point favorites on the road. 46 is the over-under. We watched a ton of that Titans-Saints game, Tim. Is the Titans' defense good, or is the Saints' offense bad? I think the Titans' defense is pretty good.
3: I think this, the Saints' offense have some pieces. I mean, that takes time to gel. I thought the Titans' defense acquitted themselves quite well. They kept him in the game because the offense was oh, <laughs> horrific, uh, and that's a problem in this game. I mean, I understand that you know the monorail guy is not nearly as good at his job as he sold himself to be, but the Chargers only need to get to twenty five points. I'd like to know where Khalil Mack was on Sunday. How much money are you paying to that guy to to basically no show? That was a real disappointment. I expect him to do something on Sunday. What was he doing?
2: A lot of guys no showed. Khalil wouldn't even be on the bottom half of it. Yeah, Um, but how much
3: are you paying him to do nothing? How many sacks uh, did he have? The quarterback hits.
2: We didn't have any sacks, period. We pay a lot of guys a lot of money. They did not do anything. And like, how
3: dare you? I need you to win one game for me. and You can't even do this.
2: I am so dude. I was in a pretzel from the moment that game started. I spoke all summer. You tried to tell me that was a freebie. I told you to shut up your idiot. You should 80. have been. If you knew no, how to line up From the moment that fucking draw came out, I said Mike McDaniel week one is a bad draw. And after experiencing it, I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Um now that's not an excuse, but we were just out, I mean, my, my coach is a goddamn loser. He is, he is the biggest loser in the history of the world. We have, we score 30 points when we're in big games and we lose them all. I am a defensive guy. This is now your year three. Year one, it's fucking Gus Bradley's personnel. Year two, you got to put your own spins on it. We're still in some situations. This is everybody you want, motherfucker. You pick these guys. It's your shit. How are we so bad? The first play of the game, the Dolphins go in motion. This is right in front of me. I am excited. I got my 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 peak blue mountains. I, I am I am fresh. I have sent it. Okay, I've sent it all into my gut, into my lungs. I'm standing in front of that TV and right in front of me in the bottom of my face, Tariq Hill is lined up one-on-one with Khalil Mack. Just burn a fucking timeout. Or if I'm Khalil Mack, just take defensive holding. Go to the line of scrimmage and just hold the guy. If your coach is so stupid, like from the first play of the game, we were lost and we never recovered defensively. And it was disgusting. And you can make fun of the Dolphins defense, and sure. I guess maybe they're worthy of being made fun of. But when it mattered at the very end, Fangio sent pressure that he didn't send the whole goddamn game. And they may it all it only took one or two great defensive calls to be a hero in that game. And I assure you they didn't come from my side. They did not come from my side. Um I don't know. It felt nice. We ran the ball beautifully. Felt like I was watching Michael Turner and Ladanian Tomlinson. Kellen Moore, I thought, was lovely. How long is, how long is that clear out? I don't even know if he's going to miss yeah, time. I, I, I don't
1: think he's going to miss time.
2: Yeah, okay. I don't even. Okay, just that's still, important. Yeah, they'll probably rest him up, but, um, and he is important. It was nice to see also a, an RB2 develop. Uh, but here, may, like the the glass half full aspect of the Chargers is maybe we're here in a month from now, Pat, and the Dolphins have railroaded everybody,
1: and it looks and, better. You can like, yeah,
2: and people will be like, oh, the people will now look at that week one game, and be like, oh, the chart. Like, let's give them a monicum of credit for for um, losing to two to Miami. Who's gonna maybe spend the next month beating guys by twenty burgers? I don't. I don't know. Um. J.C. Jackson, it's his first game back from a ruptured Patella. I had the same injury. How the hell he's on the field right now, I do not know. But you know what's not fair to a player in that position? Is lining him up single versus Tariq Hill. Like, well, no than, one better was Better than Khalil Mack, apparently. Better than I, Khalil I Mack, but that's just... It's, I, I do not understand. I do not understand how we, we could be here year three in the program and it's still this...
0: Because again I can, only dolphins, I can only hope the dolphins i can only hope the
2: dolphins are a true wagon where it's just like maybe in a month that'll not look so bad but in the moment i can't believe that it's all your guys now it is your guys it is your vision and that is what was delivered that's what happened in the game out of jacksonville we we live up to our reputation better than anything on earth there's nothing on earth that lives up to his reputation like the chargers do like, think about it. We always live up to our reputation. Now, maybe that's a bad badge of honor, but I'm not happy. Brandon, when he took over, he said, we're going to write new scripts. The movies will be different. They honestly just still feel the exact same. No, 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 no. I,
1: I I will, I will give you that. It was not the exact same because When the Dolphins kicker missed the extra point to make it a two-point game, the ultimate Chargers thing would have been to march the ball down the field and then miss the field goal.
2: Sure, whatever. But I don't know. We're in that must-win game, Staley's first year here. We score over 30, we lose. We're in a playoff game last year. We score over 30, we lose. We score 34 to start the season, we lose. Justin Herbert's reputation is being affected by people who aren't him.
1: That's not what Acho said.
2: What? Fuck Acho to an incredible game. Like, like he stood there. He hit the guys every time he's in the pocket. He throws the ball. The camera pans to a wide open receiver. There's not even contested. Did, did they make some lovely 50-50 plays? Did they make way more of them than we did? Yeah, they did. Um, but I don't think a Dolphin fan is sitting there like, oh, if we play the Chargers again, we'll absolutely kick their ass. Like, that was a close game. It went back and forth. I don't know. Oh, they we... think
3: they're winning all their games. All the Dolphins fans think they're going to win all their games.
2: Sure, you win a game like that week one with the with the, how tortured they've been. They They deserve to be thrilled. They deserve to be happy. Tua deserves the pedestal he gets to stand on this week. Hey, Sue, so, hey, he, st-
1: he is the leader in the MVP market in the NFL right now.
2: Shows you how volatile those markets are. What did I probably say last week? Watch Tua torch the Chargers for 350 and three, and watch the other guy play 10 snaps glad-handed. Didn't even glad-hand him 10 snaps. That'll crunch every moment.
1: Jeff, down by two with the game on the line. Grounding, sack, short pass, sack, game over, fins up.
2: I mean, you it. And that means two is better. I mean, just like Herbert was better when the Chargers won a year ago. Like the head to head battles are the definitive who will have better career. You can't debate it, right? Clearly. Um, no, I mean you mentioned that last drive pad. I said it already. My buddy didn't see any of the game. He watched that end and he's a Titans fan. And he's like, oh, your offensive line sucks. We're going to maybe have a chance next week. And I was like, whoa, 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 stop the clock. Herbert actually didn't take a sack the whole game. But on that last possession, Fangio threw change-ups. And we were not ready. We, we were not prepared for the changeup, And, like, it was a game that one or two defensive calls was going to win. And, and, obviously, they, they did it. Um, so I am actually excited about the Chargers' offensive line. I thought it's almost could be as good as it's ever been. Uh Herbert always struggled versus Fangio, even in those Denver games a few years ago. I'm happy I don't have to play them again. And if I do, it's in the playoffs. But we don't have the pieces to defend them. I don't know that many teams do. Can the tight Tim said, can the Titans get to the number? Because the Chargers have been pretty good at getting to their number. But you don't want to trust us. The 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 betting markets, like us as favorites, Herbert laying points, it's just not been a good recipe. Uh, and I don't know if it's an indictment on the quarterback who can put 30 on the board, but it's a, but. But he'll wear the label of it. So do you trust us to go on the road and cover a number in someone else's home opener? I don't know. So Their offensive line is horrible, though. Every time you put that game on, Tannehill was on his ass, but the Chargers couldn't touch to us. So what the fuck are we good for? So you're Zilch. taking so you're taking the Titans? Oh, I got Heartburn. Uh no, I'm gonna lay the points. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take
1: Tennessee in this game. Tim, the Unders, over the past two seasons, this is kind of crazy, Unders are 14-4 and four when Tennessee plays at home. So if the game is going to go under of 46, just taking the – I mean, it's not obviously going to go under 46 automatically, but if that's the trend line that we're looking at and we think that Tennessee's defense might be all right, uh, it's probably going to be a three-point game. So if it's going to be a three-point game, I'll take the team getting the three points.
3: Seems reasonable, but I'm still taking the Chargers.
1: Chargers, Okay. Baltimore and Cincinnati, Cincinnati favored by three, three at home. It was three and a half. It's down to three. I mean, it opened at like two or something like that. Forty six and a half is the over under right now. I mean, the Bengals couldn't have been worse in week one, uh, in what we had kind of pointed out at Sunday night, Tim is, you know, just a bad matchup, uh, against yep. the Browns. Everyone in the world besides me saw it cause I'm an idiot, but you know, people are pretty used to that by now. Um, Losing money on Joe Burrow. You, know, you eventually start betting on Joe Burrow over and over. Eventually you win money. So maybe that's the route that I need to take. But I was just thoroughly unimpressed by the Ravens. Like they And they still covered, but they covered the 10 points. They beat the shit out of Houston. They looked bad.
3: Yeah, Lamar looked sloppy. I'm with you. This is a total play against the Ravens rather than a play on the Bengals. Bengals also, though. Do tend to play Baltimore pretty good. We saw it last year in the playoffs. They they got it done too. I'm taking well. Uh, well, yeah, the but they got Bengals. it. They
1: got they got it done. But remember, the Ravens limped into the playoffs. They had Tyler Huntley as their quarterback.
3: Yeah, you're right. But it was a tight game, and the Bengals prevailed. And they didn't have their best stuff
1: that day. I like Cincinnati here. Uh, I like Cincinnati as well. The coin like Cincinnati, Jeff.
2: Baltimore for you. I got to trust Cincy and Bol- uh, Cincy to get off the mat. I am high on Baltimore for what their season could be, but Lamar looked horrible. Not overrating it, but I got more confidence the Bengals off a loss. Just figure something out. Um, I'm blindly taking the Bengals. Okay, round
1: a Bengal. So it's just like when you see it on the Sunday morning shows when the panel all agrees on one side. At the other side, and you might turn out to be pretty good.
2: Joe Burrow feels like one of those quarterbacks, Pat. I mean, I could load up the numbers, but he feels like. Remember, we'd have these like insane Brady stats off a loss, like Mahomes stats off a loss, it, it, Rogers. Like it just feels like maybe you just do that blindly, right? I mean, that's where my head is at.
1: Yeah. And you just you trust him to be good, and when he sucks, you just assume he doesn't suck two games in a row. We'll see if that's the case for this game, though. I know what side Tim's gonna be on, but I'm curious to hear yours, Jeff. Vegas is traveling across the country to take on a short week Buffalo Bills at Orchard Park, if it's still called that. Spread is eight and a half in this game. Forty seven or forty six and a half, sorry, is the over under at DraftKings Sportsbook right now. I'm just gonna say it. I like the Bills in a route here
2: bills dude i was gonna say yeah give me the bills i might also be taking the bills minus 13 on an alt line. i think things get out of hand at a week one on the ralph cross-country trip for the raiders great win last week um this is actually one of the easier ones to call for me Uh, i really like buffalo and i'll be making an alternate line bet paul's getting off the mat
1: Well, it it all really depends, I think, on how you... I mean, we're into week two. How much can you really take away from week one? You know, we bet a lot of weird underdogs last week because week one's fucked up from time to time, and there's usually a readjustment of what expectations were heading into the season of week two. And, like, you know, Buffalo was still one of the six teams favored to win the Super Bowl, and Vegas was going to be, like, one of the worst five teams in football. You know, they... The Bills lose to the Jets in a very visible game. No one really watches the Denver-Vegas game, and they played well enough to beat Denver, who, as Tim pointed out, might be a bottom five team in football as well. So it it just does seem, I I thought this would end up being more points. Maybe eight and a half is the right number, but we might not get Jacoby Myers in this game, Tim, and he was a pretty integral part of what they did last week.
3: That's certainly true. But we got Josh Jacobs, and the Bills can't stop the run, and so the Raiders are going to run the ball a lot. Uh, Jimmy G will probably make one ridiculously bad pass. But what does that guy do? Man, oh man, that guy is a proficient quarterback who racks up win after win after win. I have the PTI block in my mind already. Who's in more trouble? 0-2, Bills or Chiefs? Because that's what's happening in week two. I really think that the Raiders are going to get off the mat. I'm picking the Raiders. I'm teasing them up. Uh, Raiders are on the short list of super locks for me. I really like the Raiders here. The world is going to say Buffalo had a weird spot. They'll bounce back. They want all these games big at the Ralph. I'm sorry. I'm watching a different team. I watch a team that's quit the last three <laughs> important games it's played. And, uh, you know, three is a trend. I, I, I have to pick against the Bills. So they show me that they aren't lifeless marshmallows.
1: So they're Vegas up to 15 points? Yes. I, 15 and a half. Six and a half pointies oh six and a half no yeah if it was six and a half points it would get up to 15 it's eight and a half
3: oh well on the site at the moment it's 15 and a half because well, the, the, going going the game fair enough the game's moved to nine but oh, fair enough i
1: i told you it was eight and a half when i read out the game. yeah, yeah. No, you gotta no listen we went yeah, we went right. through this on sunday night you gotta listen i know i was looking at my screen do you, I apologize. Do you remember yeah. how much money i'm giving away to people in $1, the $1,500 i'm not getting. no jesus christ <laughs> $500. There you go. Now, for every 100 reviews, I will add new reviews. I'll add $500 to that. That was the part that I think you missed, and you just screamed out
2: $1,500. That's coming out of your paycheck, pal. You... Sure. <laughs> and he still, last week, like, you did not want to bet me the Patriots versus the Raiders season wins.
1: Now he's has them nope.
2: upsetting the Bills in week two.
1: When we get yeah. to it, I, I know the Giants were awful in week one. But a crossroads moment from, you know, the end of not last year, the year before, Jeff. How much do you think Buffalo is going to regret not making Brian Dable the head coach? And I know that they couldn't do it, but imagine because the offense hasn't been the same since he left.
2: Dude, don't like. That's my PST.
3: PST, is it? Like, that's your PS. I mean, you wrote you you wrote your friends in Chargers front August. office recommending Debo.
2: <laughs> yeah, I have it here. December 29, 2020. This is a personal DM to John Spanos. <laughs> we've already established we've exchanged DMs before, but um, so like, and we've responded. December 29, 2020. It's in the best <laughs> long term interest of the Chargers football team to replace Mr. Lynn. Well, he seems like a wonderful man. There's no way he's the best man for the job. Let's strive to be great and I offer my recommendation of Brian Dable. We have hope, John. Didn't take my Don't take my hope away by keeping Mr. Lynn around. You promised me to my face you would take care of me. Taking away my hope would be considered a breach of that promise. Hope you have a beautiful, healthy new year. All the best to you and those important to you in 2021 and beyond.
3: I could eat a pack of raw hot dogs live on the show for a month and still wouldn't get half the amount of votes Jeff is going to get this year.
2: That's uh, from two years ago. No, you have to
3: understand this.
2: You're friends with the owner. You're not going to give your opinion. I don't give my opinion often, and I've never given it before or after, but I felt I needed to give my opinion at that moment. They only took half of it.
1: So friends with the, the owner is what we're calling ourselves now. <laughs>
2: Relationship with the owner. Yeah, no. Listen, hey, listen. We'll you, you, again?
1: you think you think you're hanging out with the Spanoses and some sort of luxury yacht, and Tim's out here eating frozen mozzarella sticks. I mean, it's it's quite the balance.
2: No, no. Me and and we're gonna meet it. We're gonna meet up again this and, um this this summer in Canton when Antonio's inducted it's not like these replies you these don't messages... know who I
3: am but I know who you are
2: it's not like no what do you mean these messages get replied thanks Jeff appreciate the note and your support of of the bolts <laughs> that's yeah, best, that sound best friends <laughs> when, when when his grandfather no I doesn't, I don't think we're best friends but I have access I have a it's link very close I have a friends. line I have a line I have a you, line. Have, a bat that's phone. All. you have a bat phone have I have a bat. Phone, bat so I darker. have a bat. I have a bat phone. He could unfollow me and take away that bat phone at any moment.
1: <laughs> Kansas City and Jacksonville. Jacksonville is a three point dog at home in this game to Kansas City. 51 is the over under. It's not going to get my money, but I'm taking Kansas City to bounce back here. Because, like I said, I thought they should have won in week one and they played about as poorly as as they're probably going to play all season long. You can throw those passes again, uh, even throw them up to 50-50 catch rates and all of a sudden you're doing a whole lot better. I thought their defense was shockingly good, especially their pass rush. And they get Chris Jones back.
3: I don't know what to say other than I just have a hunch that I think Jacksonville's going to win this game. Their home opener, too. They played well enough to dispatch from the Colts, who were frisky. Um, yeah, the, the Colts are still I, a bottom five team in football, though. We think so. Uh, but I don't know. Like we, I we kind of thought the Jags would be a top three or four team in the AFC based on record uh, and, and division. And so you're getting a full three points at home against a Chiefs team that didn't. We don't know whether Kelsey's going to play. Um, probably not. I just kind of like Jack. I just kind of. Yeah, probably not. Right. I mean, I just. Kind of think the Jags are a good matchup here. I'm going to take them. Yes, Jeffrey.
2: Okay, so I might be a fool, and that, that last scene might have indicated how big of a fool I just I I, I might be. But here we are. But
1: my best friend best- Tony Khan says we're gonna win this game.
2: <laughs> no, who are the three? Who are the three best? Who are the three best quarterbacks in the NFL? I like your mustache, you rank- Mister Khan. Keep it up, <laughs> Pat. As you rank the quarterbacks when we did a ranking show last month, who are the top three? The top you? three quarterbacks in the league right now? Yeah, the, the Dylon, Dialon,
1: and Dialon because they spit hot fire people get that reference i mean if they're our age yes if they're not probably no <laughs> but i looked at the demographics of the show tim although we do very poorly very poor numbers according to an email i got you know when you're averaging 150 thousand downloads a show you know it's very bad out there for us but uh yes i think uh there's a lot of people in the the 32 to 47 age bracket that watch this show and listen to this show yeah Mahomes is good we know this jeff
2: but what did you But I was just gonna say Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, slice it all the way you want. They all lost last week. I will blindly just bet on all of them this week. Blind.
1: So KC, for you. Oh, here's a fun one. Main screen. So we actually had our other chart. We have we have another friend who's a Chargers fan, Jeff, and he watched the games with us last week and was tilting the entire time because Tim was rooting along with him, because Tim was just rooting against Tua oh. the entire time. <laughs>
2: He was not, not feeling that, um, but I could only imagine sitting there and Tim's like, where's Khalil Mack? <laughs> How much do you pay him? Like yelling at your team, as no, he, you're he like, He's yelling he that was, the
3: advanced master, the advanced metrics must indicate that you should just not cover Tyree Kill. Yeah, he was so he was so
1: mad was. that Tyree Hill was open. He's like, well, you should quadruple team him then. It's like, well, he was getting double teamed and he was still getting wide open the entire time. So, I mean, he he is paid to do these. Like, well, Tua Tua can't make any throws. He can only throw to the guys that are wide open, but. You know, unlike someone like Zach Wilson, he just throws to guys that are wide open instead of to three guys on the other team. So that's helpful, I feel like, when you're trying to move the ball
2: and score points. Mm-hmm. It probably is very helpful uh, not to beat a dead horse. I'm certain that the numbers will prove Kenneth Murray is the worst defensive starter in the entire NFL. <laughs> like, the worst. I- I'd be curious to confirm that with the PFF numbers, but no one is, is worse on the starters in the entire league on defense. I mean,
1: you that. can make that happen. All you have to do is get a job at PFF, and then you can do the charting for the Chargers games. Just give him a zero, and then he would be the worst. That's how that stuff works.
2: I don't want to chart during the game. That's fair.
1: Chicago at Tampa Bay. So. Our friend was complaining that I had Bucks-Vikings on the main TV because I really wanted <laughs> to watch that game because I had a lot of investment in that game, DraftKings-wise. Uh, and my Baker lineups did great, weirdly enough, because I was able to jam all the good players in with them. But now the Bucks are three-point favorites at home, uh, and 41.5 is the over-under here. And I don't know what to do. Like If this was Bucks, like I thought it was going to be Bucks-Pick'em, Bucks like pick Bucks minus one, I would have liked the Bucks. The Bucks to win by more than three points... I don't know, man. It just, their, their offense was not good last week. Like the only time that it looked decent and it moved the chains is when they asked Baker to make like three yard passes.
2: This could How be my super lock. Ooh. Um, <clears throat> like, no, we find the overreactions. This, and this is coming from someone who was not very kind to of the Chicago bears in the off season in the lead up to the week one packers super lock last week uh all that but no 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 this seems like way too much of an overreaction i will i really like the bears they are in contention for my super lock this week after fading them and successfully as my super lock a week ago
1: strangely enough uh, the coin, the coin is also going with uh, the Bears in this game. That it just feels like I thought the Bucks defense actually played quite well uh, against Minnesota, and that's a much better offense, albeit a much different offense than what Chicago is going to throw out. So I, I do think the Bucks weirdly win this game. This could be a Feinberg. I just have faith that you, that Gar- like. Basically, Justin Fields has become like an advanced version of fantasy Blake Bortles, where, you know, he's down by 20, here come the Bears. They might just backdoor cover this game out of nowhere, yet still have no chance to win it. That's how it feels with the Bears every single week, because Fields can just break one off when no one's trying anymore. So I'll go to the Bears, plus three.
3: Absolutely, I'm taking the Buccaneers. I'm not even thinking about taking the Bears. I'm not even thinking about it. Foolish last this year, line. two line teams that lost Bears were, the, Bears were the worst team of football. Last year, they were one of the two or three worst teams to play this week. Like, what has changed? Nothing. The Buccaneers can still play defense. They were able to play defense last year. Bears are terrible. No, get out of get out
1: of here. Give me the box. Yeah, it's a pretty solid argument. I, I kind of like that argument. Kind of want to change my pick now. They are terrible.
2: The bears are the bears are terrible. And I do think people like somehow forget because they traded the pick and didn't actually draft first overall, that they were the worst goddamn team in the league last year as people were making their 2023 projections. This next game is
1: pretty interesting. Green Bay and Atlanta. Atlanta is a one point dog at home. 41 is the over under. Don't really know what to make of either of these two teams because, like you just pointed out, the the Bears are terrible, and the Packers, you know, ran a train on them, and the Falcons beat up on the Panthers, who are probably in contention. I mean, they're not going to have the number one pick, but who who owns their number one pick? Is it the Bears? The Bears own their Bears. number one pick. The Bears, but like that game, that game was tied
3: into the fourth quarter. Like, yeah, but the, the, Carol, the, Carolina, the Carolina Panthers do. were neck and neck with with Car- with Atlanta. They were neck and neck, but the they but they, they couldn't do.
1: Like, anything on offense
3: at all no i think this line is disrespectful i think the Packers should be like a three-point favorite a four-point favorite you know you got them plus one last week you only have to lay one with them this week i think that's taking that's taking money from a uh from the bank i give me the packers i don't think in fact i'm so confident i'm going to tease them through zero there we go
2: so i don't think it's like stealing money from a baby like tim does but But i am candy from from
1: a baby babies shouldn't have money why shouldn't That's they have true. money? Why are you against people having money? Well, what are the baby going to do You're trying to hoard all the money for yourself, huh? Babies can't have money. Well, what do they need the money for? Are they going to buy a new rattle? A new
3: I'm,
2: soother?
1: Listen, I got babies. They want to buy
2: apps on their fucking iPad all oh, the time. Oh, Pat, I'm in this vortex now. <laughs> I'm at the, the the age where they're self-aware enough to know that the free game isn't good enough. Yeah. And we give our daughter an allowance for just having to just do things or help get herself whatever. Now she wants to spend her allowance on add-ons, on games, and God damn it. I don't know. I don't want it to get out of hand. So I, I, I don't know what the rules are. I, I, I don't, don't know. I,
1: do. I, I don't know the best way to handle this, but my wife and I have decided that, you know, we're pretty lenient when it comes to real discipline with the kids, but this is something that we, we can't open this door. You open it a little bit and you're absolutely fucked. So it's just no yeah. across the board. And we're for, we're in we're in tandem, very strong. We have a a forceful front here, just a big no, Paul. You have your hands raised.
4: Yeah, stay strong. Otherwise, you'll end up with like kids like Tim with a scratchy uh, addiction or something like. That. Yeah, or, no, I or like not my fr- wanna... or like
1: my friend Sad Jamie, who spent like three hundred and eighty bucks on that Kardashian game when it came out like five years ago.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I don't want a kid who like all he wants to do with his money is buy like Roblox. Like I don't even know what it is, but uh, I feel like the old guy in the room. But I don't want that.
1: Oh, I I, I, listen, I don't care that he wants to do that or wants to use to play the free game and do whatever. I just don't want to spend the money on it because I just I can see it now. You want one, then you want another. Like, I don't want to start racking up a $400 bill every every month because my two sons are buying add ons to fucking games on their iPads. I, they have an iPad to begin with. Yeah, yeah. but it
3: makes the game so much cooler if you can buy the add on. You don't even know how to buy an add on. No, but I'm sure it would be a lot cooler and more yeah, fun. You'd
2: have to call your personal assistant to buy it for you. I don't
1: have a personal that,
2: assistant. That is true. Or,
1: so, someone did point out is that Tim doesn't want a personal assistant. He just wants slaves. He doesn't want to pay these I people. Hey, you say you want people to basically act as a personal assistant, but you don't want to pay them. What is that? I, volunteers? I, I, I believe in tipping you, Volunteers
3: is what you want? No, I, I, t- I would tip people. I just don't want to have to do things that
2: I want to have to do. Tim, like, wants, like, you know, like, like they have, um, like, for seniors, like, people will come visit them, bring them food. Like, Tim wants these, that service, but just as an able-bodied, middle-aged man.
1: So, basically, he saw that episode of The Simpsons when Homer went into the old folks' home as Cornelius Talisman. Was that his name?
0: <laughs> and, like, I'll you bitch. were like,
1: you're like, that's me. That could be me. Those the liquid potato chips do sound
3: enticing.
4: Paul? I even get serviced out to Tim. Every single Sunday Night Live show here on Mayo Media Network, I have to put his oh. earpiece down his shirt and like, basically out. like pull it through. We've been doing it for like two years. It doesn't bother me too much. It is my job, but uh, <laughs> he still hasn't really figured it out. And now Sunday
3: Night Live is a cooking show, so now people
1: are cooking for me now and, for yeah, the
4: show. Now we're He's making requests of what type of food I yeah. like, this so, week we're doing mini pizzas. Yeah, we're doing mini pizzas
1: him. in the air fryer this week, Jeff. But I don't believe you can do that though. I don't, yeah. don't think
4: they're going to Well, be we're going to
1: find out if we can do it or not in the air fryer. But I think from this point on, every single week, Jeff, we should put out a poll to the people that they get to pick what Tim, what we cook in the air fryer and eat on the show. <laughs> they were so hot.
3: They I came like that, they
1: came directly Why did you think they wouldn't be hot?
3: I don't know. It just didn't occur
1: to me.
2: Like, Tim treats Paul like he's on the T- Today Show when Paul's like the stage manager. <laughs>
4: yes,
1: absolutely. He's gelding. Like you're in...
2: That's garage,
3: man. I don't see it that way. I'm just not <laughs> capable of doing certain things.
2: It sounds that way. Um. So I am from the camp that I believe the Packers that Jordan love could be really good and that the Packers are already really good outside of quarterback. So what happened last week, wasn't that much of a surprise to me. It's just a matter of what was the bears and what wasn't, but I am all in. I am. I'm all in on the Packers. I am not jumping off anytime soon. Hopefully.
1: Yeah. I'll take the Packers with you. I have no real ties to this game whatsoever. That brings us to the final game of the early slate. I did move up Jets-Dallas. That is a later game, but felt like we should knock that one out first. Indy at Houston. Indy is now a one and a half point favorite in this game. Phony Tony seems like he's going to be fine. He's going to be under center here for the Colts. I thought he looked pretty good in his debut. He looked a lot better than CJ Stroud, at least from what? I was able to take away from it. Maybe grades, maybe some Houston Texans fan was watching that game, grading it out on PFF and being like CJ Stroud, best quarterback in football. But he's now, you know, he needs to laying a point and a half here on the road. G- gotta win. One of these guys, gonna, unless they tie, I suppose, they're going to get their first career win. I like the Colts. I just think that they're overall a better team. And maybe, maybe D'Amico Ryan's defense will show up a little bit more against an offense like this. Uh, I mean, although Lamar didn't play all that well, it's not like just all of them, I mean, he was just fumbling the ball. Like, it was just a really weird performance from Baltimore, but at no point were they ever on the ropes in that game by Houston. It did feel like the Colts did give Jacksonville a bit of a scare to him. Oh,
3: completely. I, I, I'm i with you 100% on that. And as someone who thinks that Jacksonville is better than Baltimore and uh, that the Colts also took Jacksonville pretty deep and had a chance to, should have probably covered that game it would have if Richard hadn't got hurt. Um, I was impressed to a degree from both teams' performances in losses where they didn't cover. But I think the Colts are a better team, and it's a road-dome situation. You know how I feel about that? I'm I'm taking
1: the Colts here. I think they should probably win. I feel like this is going to be a very popular side, Jeff.
2: Yeah, I have no real opinion. I'll take Houston. But if Richardson just looks so good, um, I I do think Indy's the better team. I don't know. I'm being weird. You know me. Last week, I loved those home divisional underdogs. They showed out. And this seems like the first one we've talked about today, so I'll stick with it. Brings us to
1: the midpoint of the show, which means it's time for a probably sad, yet mini version of
0: Cust Corner. Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. He's got the hottest stakes with the highest stakes. He should be president of the United States, but it's Cuscona, it's Cuscona, Cuscona.
3: So I don't know when this sport became a thing. Pickleball. I'm not following it. No, but I, I've been getting a lot of TikToks about it, and I think it's the hardest thing. And I don't understand. I like to think about what the it's professional slapping competition. Oh yeah. Paul's all over this stuff. stuff. Is, so gr- great. This is great. Then Paul can sort of elucidate. What is, how is this possibly legal? How do you get into slapping another man across the face as hard as you can? And then what's the strategy here? Do you want to go always first? Cause you want to set the tone or do you want to go second? Because you have the psychological advantage If you uh, if you withstand the first slap, how do you decide how many sort of like three taps you get to make before you make the slap? I just think it's the most ridiculously hard thing and it's crazy. How is it legal? And like,
1: what's the way to win other than just be strong? Like, I'm fascinated by it. Yes, Paul, I don't know the rules on this, but Tim, what else are you searching that professional slap fighting is coming up for you? I have no idea why this is coming up. But
3: uh, I've just seen a bunch of sl- these, uh, like knockout slaps. And I was like, "This is
1: this. How is this not taking place on a yacht in international waters?" Does does it work snake draft style? Like, if you slap first, does the other person then get two slaps? Paul would be the expert here, not me. I'm asking. Paul,
4: I'm like like historically out on Dana White power slap. I think it's really dumb as well. Um. Most of the time it takes place in Russia and they're like, (laughs) it's not, there are no rules. And then Dana White saw like it on like TikTok and all that other stuff coming from Russia and was like, I can try to make some money off of this. I think it's really sad. I don't like the fact that like people aren't able to defend themselves Uh, to answer Tim's question. I think you'd probably want to slap first considering you could just knock out your opponent. And uh, what else was I going to say? Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's... The reason why it's probably legal is because the Nevada State Athletic Commission needs the UFC so badly. They pay them so much money every single year that uh, I don't think this would be really allowed anywhere else, but the UFC holds it in its own venue in Las Vegas, so they kind of get a pass. But I don't think it should really—like, I would be so sad if I— you know, my unborn children was just like, hey, dad, I'm going to be a power slapper. I would, I would disown that kid on the spot. No, well, uh, no year- game credits for you. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Why? Only you gruel. Why? Eating gruel moving forward. Sorry. How do you get into slapping like this? It's
3: just I don't understand how you get into it. Probably. And the fact that.
4: <sighs> probably heavy drug addiction. Like, it was funny. They actually. These guys all look like they're in great shape. A bunch of these. No, they don't. A bunch of these guys they don't look like they're addicts. A bunch of these guys or there was a couple guys that like got booked for like for, for for doing ice or whatever. Like there was like crystal meth. One guy like had like oh, no. crystal meth. One guy had coke and it's just like, I feel like you're by, by the Nevada State Athletic Commission like cutting these people out, it's like you're cutting into a lot of the guys who would actually sign up for this by cutting out people who need it for like their next drug fix. Like it's super low. I'm not, I am it seems famously incredibly ironic. low,
3: like in a boxing match, if you can't defend yourself in a fight, the referee th- ends the fight and yet these guys are not if you so much as flinch, it's a re-slap you, well you seem to know a lot of the rules here, how much are you watching a slap fighting? more than I should be apparently but it just, it became a fascination with me it's like, how is this a thing? why are people doing this? could I
1: do this? And I thought, no, I probably couldn't do this. I mean, this is actually something that you could do. You could stand there and be slapped. That's something you could do. Well, yeah, but I would be knocked out, I feel. Oh, well, for sure. How do but... you train? How do you train to get I got I, to I take got I to gotta, I gotta ask you You think you'd be knocked out by another man slapping you, but Derrick Henry running you over, not a problem? I only have to tackle him one out of every 100 times. Again, after
3: the first time, you're dead. And it's funny, we chatted about this the other night at football, and when I said it's, you know, one out of a hundred, a couple of people went, ah, no, 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 that is no, no, that that is, that, not-
1: that, I mean, you are now misremembering that. One person who was sitting next to you said, did say that initially, and then I asked him, like, well, what would be the criteria for this? And I was like, does he get to try to tackle him once every hundred day, like once a day for every hundred days? He's like, well, no, then he couldn't do it. I was like, well, what if you tried to tackle him ten times in a row? He's like, well, he couldn't do that either. And then he came around to our side, we're like, yeah, you couldn't do it not the way i remember because you, you don't see listen on
2: the internet on the internet this week where some guy tried to tackle mark ingram and he's like i don't play bro that, like, that, he that doesn't play that was that a uh, that, that was a
1: that was a setup that was a stage thing to get to mark ingram okay well that's what it would happen too. to tim yeah i mean yes that would happen to tim
2: like what do you mean you're gonna trip him like that's your plan like one time he's gonna fall in his shoelace is essentially your strategy Yes, And, that, and legs, that you're not
1: but... already in an ambulance from him running you over. <laughs> no, I'll have pads on, too. <laughs> yeah, that does. I mean, guys, we just saw a guy, we saw multiple guys get concussions this week and much like, softer hits than you standing there, flat-footed, Derek Henry running full speed into you. Well, I wouldn't be flat-footed. You but... would be. You don't move very fast. You once told me yeah. that you jumped when you didn't jump. You thought you would jump, but you never got off the ground. Not fast, but I'm quick. Are you? I think so. So your shuttle time is better than your 40 is what you're saying? I, I would say it probably is. Well, we should film that. And we should film no, your I don't want time. to. Well, I mean, you're so good at it. You're so quick. You're not fast. You're quick. We know that you're not fast. We've seen the 40, but the shuttle time, we should film it. No. Is it because you're not really quick?
3: I'm pretty quick,
1: but. Well, okay. What's well, pretty quick? Detracting what? Rel- from my. Well, hold on. Point, rel- rel- relative to what? Quick relative to what?
3: To, to my speed.
1: So I'm quicker than I am. Fast. So what you're saying, if you're the slow, like if you're one out of a hundred on the speed scale, you're like two out of a hundred. You're doubly as e good. Well, I would have said like 15 out of 100. On what?
3: On the quickness scale. Oh my
1: god, no. Yeah. Like versus like the general population. Yeah, I would say I'd like 85 percent of people or are quicker like, than me, or against like people in old folks homes.
3: Pe- the whole population.
1: I don't know about that. You were limping pretty badly after sitting down for an hour the other day. Oh, it was longer than that. It really wasn't. Yeah, it was. See, I wasn't
3: limping badly either. I was a little stiff. People get stiff.
1: It Sounds like you're getting stiff watching these slap fights. Watching so many. I just don't understand they keep, they keep how do they get into them. Because they're fucking crystal math and they need money.
3: Oh, I mean, that actually is a good answer to my question. Paul? It <laughs> didn't occur to me.
4: I'm just surprised that Jeff's being kind of quiet about this. Well, it's because Jeff has well, definitely he, been gambling. He, on well, he doesn't fight. want it's, a bad mouth. It's rumble. live. It's live and free on rumble. <laughs> <laughs> and we know how Jeff feels <laughs> about that type of, uh, <laughs> you know, <I> don't, <laughs> those, those are his people. Those are Jeff's people. So I figured that uh, you'd be all about it.
2: <laughs> Apologize to the bats. I don't have an opinion on it. I think it's pretty dumb. I I don't know. I, I'm more interested it's like the dudes doing like MMA in a phone booth against each other. To me, I find more entertaining than than power slop or whatever it is.
1: What's the lowest sport you can think of, Tim? Is it this? It might be. <laughs> it might be. Would you say Slapping it's the, Would you other? say it is the opposite of dressage?
3: Yes, there is no class or elegance or any form of, you know, sportsmanship. This is just one man strung out on hard drugs, slapping another as hard as he can.
2: I do so I like when you describe it.
3: Gambling addicts have to bet on it.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I don't think addicts, what if you had a real edge? <laughs> And the, uh, sure. Okay. My awareness
2: of Power Slap, I feel like, comes from how defensive Dana White has gotten when, like, people make fun of it, and then he'll like look at our web impressions and say it's better <laughs> than the NHL. I mean, it's probably not that, wrong. <laughs> that's my only recollection of the. Like, I've never actually watched it. It's I a symptom
3: it's- of a very sick society.
1: I mean is it any different than throwing people in a gladiator arena with tigers around them? Like in that documentary that, gladiator <laughs> <the> documentary. <laughs> yeah. That was awful too. I mean, so but somehow it's not it's as a lot is low. It's a, it's this. A, it sounds this like is lower. Well, that's because that's old timey in 2000 years. When you look back at slap fighting, they're like, Oh, how quaint.
3: Maybe. When they think we look at bare knuckle boxing, I don't know this uh, uh, or the well, original that, UFC. Yeah,
4: but
1: that's where still, it was just like king of the mountain. Well, I mean, bare-knuckle boxing is still around, isn't it, Paul?
4: Yeah, it's still around. But, like, at least you're able to defend yourself. Where my problem is, like, yes. it's that you're not – like, you literally have to stand there and take some guy's shot as hard – it's not really a slap. You're basically using, like, the heel of your, of your, your hand and trying to, like, knock the other guy out. You know what I mean? Like, you're not slapping with your fingers. Like, you don't hear a big slap. It's more of a thud. You're trying to knock somebody out and they're not allowed to defend themselves. Like, that's why it's like (laughs) bare knuckle boxing, sure, it gets bloody and stuff, but like, at least you're allowed to defend yourself. Like, that's where I have problems with it. Exactly. When
3: Lane and Pete bare knuckle boxed, at least there was
1: some class to it. All right. It seemed very very classy. Exactly. Because they were doing it 1920s style. That's the way to do it. I, 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 I don't think that people do that part of the bare knuckle box. Do they do? Do they still line up like this, Paul? Or do they line up like a boxer like this?
4: Yeah. I mean, the people with like twisty moustaches probably
1: line up the way that you were. Yeah. Like they lift they lift weights, but they lift the weights that are triangle weights. Not like you know, what we have today. Well, it gets you into the right shape for fisticuffs. I guess so. I guess that would be the case trying to think of the like anything else no it probably is like the lowest thing Go. i'm like well i mean like
3: there are there are other things but like they're already well known as illegal like
1: animal fighting
3: yes that's that's where i was going with it yes
1: michael vick really shook that off didn't he
3: do you think they could make that episode of seinfeld anymore which one could a show do that now the the, the the little little jerry Jerry episode you think okay. they could like? Do you think like if a big like network setcom wanted to make a, a episode about that, probably you, wouldn't you get
2: by standards and practices. Before. No, I don't think it would
3: either. Yeah, yeah but it would just,
1: it would just be an episode of something on FX at this point. Then like that's the difference. You're like, probably right. The, the 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 shows like the high quality shows from network TV in the 90s just aren't on network TV anymore. They're on HBO. They're on Showtime. They're on FX. They're on Netflix or whatever. So
2: yeah, you could. Dude, okay. I got a buddy who's a writer. Man, trouble, trouble. He's in trouble? He's, no, he's, he's okay. Because his, his dad's really wealthy, so he's fine. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, he's been on strike for like four months. Can't do anything.
1: That sucks. You can start a podcast. Good, yeah. That's, that's what a lot of people are doing is just starting podcasts. It seems to be the move. All right. Anything else you got? Nope, that's what I have for this week. I did have something. I had something. I had a note from Paul here to ask Paul about assholes at dog parks, but maybe that's for a different time. Oh no! Did we well, ever uh, talk about the universal remote? I wanted to talk about that. Did we talk about this? What? G- Jeff, did we talk about the universal remote?
2: Am I supposed to know what we're talking about? No.
1: If you don't, that means we have that we haven't brought it up. That cuss
2: didn't know that universal remotes existed. That seems aligned with like cuss to not know that a more efficient, convenient thing exists than the five remote. I have two remotes and it's
3: just as convenient as the high dudgeon stuff that you had to do to put all it on one super remote. I'm fine. Thank you.
1: But you were
2: compl- one turns I mean, on the power and TV. deals with the ball. That's got seven TVs. So the universal remote, like it's a and different- he's got multiple remotes.
1: I, well, I, I do have multiple, multiple remotes here, and it's, it's not convenient whatsoever. But you didn't know that they existed. Well, no, because how can my remote know what kind of TV I have?
3: You punch in the code. Or how can my TV know what my cable box is? I don't understand it. The
2: remotes figure it out. You just... Yeah,
3: well, them. apparently. But I, you know what? Well, I have one little remote that does the power and the volume and the muting and another remote that does all the cable box, and I you know what? I'm fine. But you I weren't fine. Depressed. You were
1: complaining about this. This is why it came up.
3: I don't know how it came up. I, that's I, don't, how, I, that, don't I just,
1: I when you say you don't know how it came up, I just told you how it came up. And then you just pretended like you didn't hear me again.
3: Well, I just, I, 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 okay. I'll take you at your word. If you say that's what happened, that's what but happened. You, but I, I don't find it that inconvenient as a rule. You were you complaining about like how inconvenient it was. Elevator you, could,
1: you, you couldn't find one of the remotes. This was the problem.
3: Well, I suppose that would be a problem. Yes. And I'm sure I did find it, but like, I don't don't see the need for a universal remote. I don't see the need for it. It's not that much more work to use the second remote.
2: I don't think there's much of a conversation here other than like the saddest part about this. It's not sad, but Tim considers himself like an early adopter of technology. I am an early adopter. No, you didn't even know. Universal remote's been around for 30 years.
1: This is what we said.
3: I've never seen a converter like that. What I That's have converter. is the little tiny one for the TV and a bigger one for the cable box, uh, and they, they work great.
1: What also comes, like, you don't have surround sound or anything like that. Like, there's another advantage of the universal remote. No, I don't. You can I program don't. everything into that as well. You can you just? I don't know everything. how to do
3: that. I don't need the surround sound. I have good Well, of sound. course you
1: don't know how to do it because you didn't even know this remote existed, despite the fact that it's been around for four decades.
3: Go ahead. Have your one big... Jumbo remote if you want and be proud of it. I'm fine. But you weren't I'm fine. Okay. This was either. the problem.
1: Now you're pretending like this never existed.
3: I'm just saying I don't think it's a big deal. It was a big deal. You were freaking out about it. I doubt I was freaking out. This I'm sure I expressed some level of agita. You were you having annoyance. a meltdown like you do about these. I'm things. not the type to melt down about things. Really? How well am I handling the last 24 hours? You're trying think, so remarkably well.
1: All you're doing, well, we know what's really going on here. You're just trying not to lose to Jeff and Most Insane, but you locked that up on Sunday night, so.
3: I think that, you know, Jeff going line by line through his personal DMs to his close personal friend, Mr. Spanos, put him well back into the lead.
1: I don't know, man. I mean, there's people who, listen, he owns, he's trying to talk to the, the owner of the Chargers. You're sitting by your freezer eating frozen mozzarella sticks. One time,
2: I want you to that, know, that, that's I would one not time like...
1: too many, by the way.
2: Yeah, for one an adult, time too many for an adult. And I would not pepper someone outage. That, the that, that, that's that's that not an excuse,
0: re...
2: <laughs> yeah. It's not an excuse, it's actually revolting.
4: Did you have nothing else to eat? And it was like two hours after the power went out, you said, right? It was like it was four not even hours bacon bits, whatever,
3: yeah. <laughs> no, it was just it was on top of the pile. So that's nothing. what I picked up. I wanted them, we're fine. I just wouldn't eat them again.
2: I will say with the universal remote, dumb. I have seen many people who think they have these like great, incredible setups, fancy everything, and they're at war with this universal remote. Like I believe in real life, no
3: doubt, it's more trouble than it's worth. I don't doubt it. You know what? Not trouble. The remote that's designed for the thing that you're using it for. My Roku remote is designed for my Roku TV. And my bell remote is designed for my bell box. And you know what doesn't make a mistake? The remote that's for the thing it's supposed to be for. I don't need one big massive converter that does everything. You people have lost your minds.
1: Well, the whole point would Thank be, you for confirming you
3: have, what I already thought, you could which have, is that it's more trouble than it's worth. Is it more As trouble Jeff, than Jeff it's worth, Jeff? He just told us that it was.
1: No, no, it, I no mean, that's not what we, he said. We, he, Again, you're not listening to what he says.
2: When you can get it working, it's great. But at times, like you think, you you, um. usually a universal remote is like champagne problems. It's like a guy complaining about his like the fancy speakers, the like multi TV, the maybe the projection screen that can pop out of the ceiling. It's a lot that can go on. can control the house stereo system. Yeah. The the, the, the point of
1: the hold on. The point of this wasn't that you need to get a universal remote to turn your two remotes into one that's not what we were saying we were just laughing that you had never heard of this and then you thought it was a great idea you basically how this went was you invented a universal remote and then we told you it existed and then you didn't believe us
2: and he's an early technology adopter
1: yeah he's like Pete from Madman he, he invented direct marketing someone else had already come up with it but he also came up with the idea independently after he had lost one well, of his remotes well, you wanted one know. then. You said it was a great idea because you invented it. Well, I don't it. know
3: what I said then. I don't know what I said then, but I'm saying what I'm going to say now, which is I don't want one.
2: You know what you'd prefer? You'd prefer someone, a servant beside you, changing the channel for you, adjusting the volume in the same way you, I'll don't tell you want what? Even to hit an elevator. There was, a,
3: there was a virtue, and this is going to sound crazy, but there was a virtue. To being ha- to having to get up off the couch and walk over and punch in the number, you are not that fucking old. I used, uh, we used, I had a floor model TV in my room when I was like 10. Yeah, for, TV for, in for your for room my great when you were 10,
1: how fancy.
3: Yes, we, it was one of those old fashioned floor model TVs from my great grandfather's, and you had to walk over and plug the number into the keypad in order for you to get, uh, you first you had the dial that went to 13, and you had to flip that to, I think, 4. And then you punched into the keypad uh, the the channel that you wanted. And there was a real value in, like, you're picking a channel and exerting the effort. And, like, I don't know, there's, there's just, there was something, like, I don't know, a little and bit more dedicated to that. So like, what- you were going to watch the network you were on, uh, you know, and if you it was no good, it, you 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 you're really going to express your displeasure by physically having to get up and change the channel. I don't know. That th- there was something neat about that. I don't know how else to describe it.
4: Yeah,
1: there was something neat and fun about that that they don't exist anymore. No, I understand. People loved it so much. They yeah, it's, they don't exist. No, it's anymore. not. It's um because it's not convenient. No, I do
3: get that. I get that completely, but nevertheless, there was something I don't know better about it in some ways. Like you were really expressing your interest in a television channel by actually having to get up and change it. Like you are really sure it's the same way that, you know, when you slam down a phone receiver on an irritated phone call, it's not the same thing as hitting the little red button on your cell phone.
2: Tim, I was asked last week why you're so, this probably isn't the right word. This isn't the word that was used, but why you can't do anything like so mentioned, <laughs> You can't log in to anything for yourself. You can't make a, you forbid to make a reservation you forbid to um speak to someone to order delivery. Like you're so in some ways, you're so useless at like common tasks. I don't know. Or you forbid I, I don't know that you're useless at them, but you forbid to do them.
3: I don't know. I've never really had to do them.
1: Your assistance
3: I don't way? like doing. I just usually find a way not to have to do those sorts you of do. things. You do so and I it's, focus my energies on it's really
1: things. annoying. That you make everyone you know do all these things where you're in because you have like I a meltdown. I, 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 I can't phone the Italian it. restaurant to make everyone, I can't do it. We're just not going out to eat. We can't do it. This happened This happened the other night at the draft where you said, Why
3: don't you just Chromecast this thing off your phone? And I just said, I can't do that.
1: And then we had, I can't do that. You, I mean, you could. It's a button. Sure. Why are you, I afraid, don't know how. Of, why are you afraid of people? I'm not afraid of people. I'm just I'm good with you know why? I I know exactly why. It all just kind of came to me right now. You know why he's so afraid of people, Jeff? Because he can't slap them defenselessly, and that's why it keeps popping up on his TikTok. He's just (laughs) living what he really wants to do on TikTok.
3: I would be so terrified, not of slapping someone, but of when my slap doesn't knock them out. But you wouldn't.
2: But like, how do what I would
3: have to be faced.
2: How do you book things that like I get like your the friends you're going out for dinner with can book the reservation the friends you're golfing with can book the tee time How do you say like schedule an appointment to take your car in for service like he just, it doesn't it's,
3: it's it's I have to no I if someone won't make it for me and oftentimes <laughs> those get made for me by other people uh, then it just it does. I'll like send a message to somebody, like to my dad or something, say, could you set me up a car appointment or whatever to get my oil changed? Uh, but if he can't or or isn't able to, then I I summon up the strength to to call the phone number and get a time.
2: And how do you feel after? Like exhausted? Like yes,
3: I, I hate it. I'm like, thank God that's over with. Like it's a real anxiety. Like, thank goodness I'm done with that now. And like, if I know the place doesn't open until nine and I'm up at seven, I'm like, I'm going to think about it for two hours. So I have to do it.
1: What? Oh, yeah. I hate doing that kind of stuff. I hate it. I wish it was just done for me. You know what would really help you with all of this stuff? Learning how to use the internet or an app. I don't trust it, though. Like, that it won't don't confirm your it. appointment? So, Like, what about just, A haircut. Don't...
3: Well, there I get my haircut from somebody that I get the I make the appointment on my way out of the last haircut I just okay. had.
1: Which is the worst. So like a thing. A it's rotating. like it's like when the assholes at the dentist are like, "Well, are you good six months from now on Wednesday at 11? That's, it's like that's the how, fuck. Uh, you, how that's how like, I make my. That's how I make about. I have no that's fucking clue. exactly exactly
3: how I make my dentist appointments. I have one coming up next week because back in March they're like, "Are you available on the twentieth of September?" And I said, yeah, "I'll endeavor to be." Cancel <laughs> me in.
2: I just I tell them am, pencil me in anywhere. If I need to change it, I will. Yeah, but I can't like, give you my schedule for September right now. My schedule
3: for September is that I'm free because it's you know, or now if my my schedule for March is that I'm free because it's March and there's nothing in my life six months from now that you know probably I can't do on a Wednesday at eleven a.m.
1: But you don't know when those underground slap fights are going to come up.
3: Look. The first rule of underground slot clubs. You don't talk about underground Slap clubs.
1: But everyone does talk about it. Yes, that's true. That's why it's a phony rule one and rule two, though. It's the whole point. But, yeah, that's that's fair. Late set of games. The 49ers are at SoFi to take on the Rams. They are eight point favorites on the road. 44 and a half is the over under. We did like the Styles make matchups thing, Tim. Uh, give me the 49ers. They own the Rams.
3: Yeah, I, I'm with you for the same reason. Uh, how can we watch a whole week of all the teams that own the other teams and uh, and not pick the 49ers too? Like that would be silly for that exact reason. 49ers
1: and a lot of my Rams play last week. Like I like the Rams and everything, Jeff, but you know I'm pretty out on Seattle coming into the year. I was kind of in on the Rams. I like that matchup. That's why I was on the Rams. But this is a totally different matchup this time around.
2: Yeah, and a very impressive win. Um, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna take the road division favorite here, and I'm laying a lot of points. But I was as impressed with San Fran last week as just about anybody. They, they, the Ayuk McCaffrey combo just dominated Pittsburgh, and I assume Kyle will have a way to avoid, do- um, um. Donald, uh, Donald.
1: Do you think that we'll see Matt Stafford scream if Aaron Donald is running at him? Oh, man. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) Like I said, very relatable from Gino on that one. Uh, Giants at Arizona. Arizona is a four-point underdog at home. Forty-and-a-half is the over-under. Oh, sorry, five is what it says on the board, so that went up. Damn it. I'm gonna lock this one in uh, five. You know, now we're getting too many points. I don't know about this. I still like the Giants in this game although i can't figure out if the arizona pass rush was really good or the washington offensive line was really bad but we probably just saw one of the closest games that the cardinals are going to play all year against a really bad washington team and we just saw again the styles make matchups where dallas absolutely pummels the giants every time that they play 'm like you're getting the best of the cardinals mixed with the worst of the giants in week one and now they're playing like The Giants are better than this. I think the Giants are going to run train over the Cardinals here. So I'll take the minus five on the road with the Giants.
2: Could be my super lock. Uh, That's how confident I am with you here, Pat. This is essentially, if you're the Giants, you turn, you get to turn your settings from ultra hard or the hardest or expert to beginner. Like Tim, when he plays. Like, that is the settings change that they get to do from going to Dallas to Arizona. Um, You called it, Pat, credit to you. You knew it was just going to be weird. And in the end, Washington would probably be in a dogfight. You nailed it. I was nervous as hell with my suicide, uh, at least one real money suicide pick on Washington, as I'm sure lots of people did. I will bet against Arizona, even though they're 1-0 ATS, until I feel I shouldn't, and I don't feel that way yet.
1: All right, so Giants, Giants, coins going Arizona, Tim?
3: Yeah, I trust a ball on a bounce back. And uh, I, that may seem silly to say that a team that just lost 40 to nothing is uh, should, you know should be easy sailings to cover a five-point spread on the road. But uh, for against a team that already just covered a bigger number last week, but um, I'm here to do that. I'm trying to trust. Them. I thought the Giants would be half decent this year. I thought you know losing forty to nothing might be a fire underneath them that will get that team moving in the right direction, and uh, that they can't rest on their laurels or any success they had last year. That they really got to fight back, and I I expect them to to win the game, and I expect them to
1: cover the number. The Giants were 7-0 against the spread after a loss last year. Pretty good. Not bad. So we'll take that one. Washington at the Broncos. Broncos, three-and-a-half-point favorites. Was it? 39 is the over-under. I don't know what to do with this stupid game. I, I Clearly, Denver's not very good. So, Timmy nailed that one. But Washington like, is atrocious. So... I guess I have to take Washington. This just feels like the Broncos are going to play one, two, or three-point game all year long. Like their defense is pretty good. I'm on
3: board with all of that. Washington will tease Washington up because I don't see Denver beating anybody by double digits, which is what they would have to do to beat that that teaser. I think Washington is right in the game. It's a one-point, two-point game in either direction. Jeff?
2: I could literally just merge your two comments. I think we have outs taking the points with Washington outright push, just lose by one or two. I think that's the Denver recipe as Pat mentioned. So I don't need to waste more words. Sunday night football. The Tuas are going North to
1: take in on the Patriots. They're two and a half point favorites on Monday night football. 46 and a half is the over under currently at DraftKings Sportsbook. I don't know if Devontae Parker is going to be back for his revenge situation against the Dolphins right now, but Dolphins riding high, like I mentioned. Tua is the MVP favorite at the moment in the betting market. But I kind of agree with what you said a little bit earlier, Tim, is that the Patriots felt like they played about as good as they were going to play and still lost and didn't even cover. I do think that... They did a very good job, as I mentioned, of containing Hurts and containing both Brown and Smith downfield. There were very few big plays in that game. Although, like when you go back and watch it, just there was seven yard slants over the middle available any time that they wanted it. That was the part of playing the two, two high safeties the entire game. That I don't, like, is Miami more explosive than Philadelphia? Like, you'd think so after watching one week. But is that just a product of Philly was shut down by a good New England defense? good question. That is the question. Were they shut down? Yeah,
3: no. Yeah. that's It's a, a good question. I'm thinking about the answer. Um, I think that it was a good Philly offense and that the Patriots shut it down. And uh, I think Philly's offense is every bit as good as Miami's. But I had to get five points there. It's two and a half now. I really can't bet the Patriots against the spread unless you think they're going to win. Two and a half. I'm really Not playing much of a cover it's a do the patriots win the game or not i don't think they do win the game i think the dolphins win the game so i have to i have to lay the points with the dolphins i don't see the difference between taking the money line and the two and a half in this in this spot so i'll
2: take the dolphins as well i'll actually compliment the dolphins unlike tim seems unwilling to do they are relatively I mean, just what a great win for them, and to do it without Ramsey or Armstead, it can show that maybe there's even room for them to get better, well, significantly better on defense, but keep Tua even cleaner on offense. I like to make my own lines for games. Before I look at them, I would have laid, I thought this would have been three and a half, four. The Dolphins, if the pieces the Dolphins rolled out last week are healthy, I need to see them get stopped first before I bet against them. They look so marvelous. McDaniel play calls. Tua puts it on the spot. Obviously, it's what my eyeballs saw. Give me, give me Miami. I mean, fuck. He's the MVP favorite and he's going to go win a game on Sunday night. So we could put gasoline on that as well. Good for Tua. Did Tua ever lost to the Patriots? Yee. He... Week one last year, the, the Dolphins one. won. The Patriots like fumbled at the goal line. Um,
1: that's right. After they were gifted that touchdown, which wasn't a penalty.
2: I don't I'm sure I don't know if two was healthy in the games that I remember Miami well, maybe they, losing to the Patriots in the last couple of years. So I don't know. It's a bit of a blur.
1: Well, they in haven't the lost way. in the last couple of years. Uh, the Dolphins had won four in a row before well, the Skylar Thompson game that didn't mean anything in January last year.
2: Good for them. And they've always had their number, even through all their losing seasons, some fun wins for the Dolphins. Versus the Patriots. This, I, I think, the Patriots are a top five defense in the league. So maybe Tariq Hill won't be running wide open. But uh, like in the olden days, and by olden days, I mean just a small amount of years ago, Pat, would we have not have just sort of said, okay, the Dolphins? That was great offensively. Now let's see what they'll do against the mastermind of Bill Belichick. Like Bill Belichick will give other teams maybe a recipe. To, to maybe try and slow these guys down, I don't think that's happening on Sunday night.
1: I think that the NFL owes it to us to see the Dolphins just mollywop the Patriots here in primetime. It's just a real feel-good story. People can root for Tua before Tua gets hurt in like three weeks or whatever it is. We can bury the Patriots early. I feel like we can all, unless you're from Boston, we can really converge around this one. Even you two as Tua haters would love to see this.
2: I'm not a Tua hater.
3: i'm I'm more of a patriots hater than anything else like there was nothing that makes me happier than the patriots lose
2: i got caught up in some of the stuff out of the gate uh but anything i've said over the last couple years i love two is willing to die for us like he loves football i love him and not to be a corny ball but i like shed a bit of a shed of a tear last night like aaron Rodgers. (laughs) aaron whatever aaron Rodgers. Like for him, if that's the end of it, like that's so sad. That is just, uh, I could cry thinking about it because these guys, I'm a loser that thinks these guys like are willing to die for us and they go out there to entertain us. And I don't know. I've only got the utmost respect um, for them. Ocho, whatever he can, he can enjoy his win. I guess
1: as much as you enjoyed your win last year, is it reciprocal now?
2: yeah sure like like i said like they win the game but it is what it is it's it's marvelous like now that jordan love could be good like how insane that quarterback class seems like it is we've had three straight guys set the market for highest paid player in the league all from that class and if two is healthy he'll get a monster he'll get a mother load as well um yeah, no, I, I'm pro pro dolphin. Pro dolphin fans have been shit on. I'm with you, Pat. Like, I would love to see them. Just if it turns into like an insane ass whipping, and it's like, holy shit! Like, the dolphins are incredible, incredible. I'm not against it. Yeah, Paul's got
1: something to say, but I just did want to point out that this game reeks of like seventeen to twelve or something like that for Miami, not forty four to twenty. But Paul, go ahead.
4: So Jeff actually, you know, appreciates. People going out there and dying for the game, unless they're Damar Hamlin.
2: (laughs) Context is king. Context is king. Damar Hamlin is beautiful. The story is beautiful. Yeah, but he's just, Jeff is
1: just very anti hologram. So he's not like the real Damar Hamlin, he's in on. This hologram,
2: he's out on. No, I am just making, like, there are two cases that I'm making. From the betting angle, I feel like it's not free that people think it is. And I I love Damar Hamlin. I just context is king. In the conversation of the award, I don't love Damar Hamlin. In the story and him, like, he's he's in the NFL. Like, I can make fun of him being a healthy scratch. He's incredible. Even guys on the practice squad to me are all, like, the best in the world. I'm not making fun of Demar Hamlin only in the context of winning an award that I think we've already seen through one week guys will truly contribute to their teams. Um people want me to victory lap that I will not. I will not.
1: Because you haven't won
2: anything? Yeah, but I, I don't my Twitter was like flooded yesterday with people giving me congrats because he's a healthy scratch and I'm like <laughs> I can see why this is. How do you feel?
3: Did it make you feel good that that's no, the position that people thought you were I'm taking? That's what I'm
2: here for. I want Damar Hamlin. I like the story. I just don't think it's comeback player of the year. I obviously don't respect waking up like I do a guy rehabbing his knee, and I'm a dud. I make a lot of weird things. As Tim pointed out to me, someone in the comments mentioned that I'm uh, morally bankrupt.
1: That's true. But Tim is the only maybe- person on this show who isn't morally bankrupt. Even the coin is morally bankrupt.
2: Oh, gamble, at, gamble at DraftKings, by the way, Sportsbook.com, if you can. And I also got some. Ah, I sound like Tim when I do this, so I'm not doing it. <laughs> do it. But the no, like people are in my you got some DMs,
3: didn't you? Yeah, exactly.
2: Putting air in my tires <laughs> about these situations. Even people, people are like. Uh, you keep taking those bags from the grocery store.
3: <laughs> which well, uh, which four chan subreddit
1: are you getting that on? Well, when he reposts the show on Rumble, those are the comments that he gets.
2: No, listen, the the people agree. Like, you spend X amount of dollars, they should be giving you bags. Like, it's not even a thing. And if they're not, they should be. Give,
3: you, they should be giving you. If bags, they're not giving the you bags. Is not-
2: if they're not giving you bags, you should take them, and you know what? I don't even think they care that people take them because they realize what a scam it is to have people pay for them.
1: It's funny that you mention it because my wife, when I was leaving, my wife was just getting home, and she actually pulled the cuss. She didn't want she didn't want to steal a bag, although she thought about stealing the bag, but she also didn't want to pay for the bag, so she dumped all the groceries into the trunk of the car and then we had to bag them when we get home but like one of them had split open a can had like opened up so i had to clean out the fucking trunk of the car like i was like why don't you buy the fucking bags you spent like three hundred dollars on groceries pay the two bucks if it's going to be like that but she also forgot that she was very upset about it now we just have a whole garage full of these can i just bring the bags somewhere i just want to get rid of them like give them to someone would be a nice idea would be a nice idea i'll take them you can have them all I, ha- I must nice. have 70 of them.
2: Nice. I like those. I'm going to film. Next time I do this, I'm going to film it. and We can show it on next week's show. <laughs> you're gonna record- going to you're gonna record yourself film. on a crime spree? Yeah. You're like Jimbo. Which is the dumbest thing you could do, right? Like record yes. yourself committing a crime. Yes, you probably should And then put it on the internet. Did you not watch the it, Seinfeld don't, finale?
1: Don't do this, Jeff. Don't, no,
4: listen. Don't do it. That's theft.
2: I don't think they care. It <laughs>
4: doesn't matter if you think it is or not. Don't record and it yourself. It doesn't matter if you think that they don't care or not. Can you the imagine
1: internet. the Tims, like the Karens of the internet of the world, who would be all over you to be arrested? Like, that's what Tim would be doing.
2: They wouldn't even know what location it is. I mean, They, they all look the they, same. They, they,
1: could, they could probably figure it out pretty quickly.
2: So then the, it's not worth their time to put an employee on the guy stealing the $1 bag every uh, like week and a half. See, it's
1: I ag- I agree with you, but they might come hunt you down because the tims of the world would be like aggressively complaining and to get to him to shut up, they would arrest
2: you. Dude, they're not going to hunt me down for a for a dollar bag. You watch the TV news in the states. These people just walk into stores and well, they walk out with everything. Sounds like you should move to America, pal. No, I'm not looking to do that. I'm just saying it seems like it, they there's like real theft that they're not worried about this stuff they don't care about real theft they care about this theft no chance well if you're glorifying
1: it recording yourself doing it being like ha, i can get away with it then yeah then maybe they will
2: i'm glorifying (laughs) it because i'm encouraging other people to do it well that's it's even worse oh my
3: goodness (laughs) i'm only filming it so other people will follow my example and
1: steal too Let's go to Monday Night Football because there's two stupid games on Monday Night. I, I, I stayed up it just to start see. start at
2: the same time. How dumb is this? I, I they pref- don't. I,
1: there's an hour's difference. Yeah, there's an hour difference, but listen, I, I stayed up for the Thursday Night game. I did get to sleep before the end of the uh, the Dallas Giants game. They gave me an out on that one. But I mean, you guys know, like, well, Jeff might not, but Tim, you know, living in this stupid time zone, like, I just can't be up mm-hmm. until one thirty, two o'clock in the morning. Uh, when I have to work the next morning and get up with the kids, i got to take this shit and watch it in the morning. So I'm just out on both these games. I'll see if I won my bets come the next day. But Carolina is a three-and-a-half-point dog, to New Orleans, uh, and Bryce Young's home opener. 40 is the over-under. I just – I really don't think that the Saints are good, but the Panthers legitimately might be the worst team in football. So Saints, minus three-and-a-half. For the same reasons, Saints, minus three-and-a-half. We picked a lot of favorites this week, by the way.
3: Well, so be
2: it. I don't have a clue. I'll take uh, Carolina. So will the coin.
1: The coin is all in on Carolina, too. If you do actually want to see the cheat sheet of these picks, uh, just sub to the newsletter. It's down in the description. Easy game. It's completely free. It gets sent to you. And I have some good betting notes that I can put in, too. Like, you want to hear a betting note for the New Orleans Saints? Their kicker's awesome. That's not really a betting note, Jeff. Are we talking trends? <laughs> yeah. Unders were 6-1 last season when the Saints were coming off a win. I feel like the, these game notes that I've come up with, Jeff, are right up your alley. The Panthers boasted the fourth best against the spread record in divisional games last season at 5-1, while the Saints were a league-worst 1-5 in these spots.
2: Tim you know the Chargers play the Vikings next week and the Vikings have 10 days rest? Bullshit. Well, I'm,
3: I'm well aware. And it's in Minnesota. Yeah, that's bull, a tough bull, spot. Bullshit.
2: And I'll be 0-2 and, and dead. Well, then what's the worry? Because I want to... I care. Could be worse. You're right. <laughs> could be fun and sadness without the fun.
3: Yep, exactly. It could just be sadness. All you can do is just think about the Super Bowl that you you know should have and did win virtually, but not really.
1: <laughs> Cleveland at Pittsburgh in the other Monday Night Football game. The Steelers are two-point dogs at home to the Browns. 40.5 is the over-under. This just seems like the – listen, I, but people thought – I mean, Tim, you especially thought the Steelers were going to be great. I didn't think they'd be all that good. I also didn't think the Browns were going to be like amazing by any means, but it seems like people think that the Browns are amazing all of a sudden. It's not that I don't get the line. I get why it's minus two for the Browns, but just give me the Steelers in the spot. This is classic. Pittsburgh beats down Cleveland like a little brother.
2: Yeah, classic AFC North, and you actually have outs. In the head-to-head AFC North, two and a half points actually gives you outs. Okay, because, Cam, it's like, only two points, but okay. Oh, okay. Nope, two points. Uh, then you can get the push on that. Less outs. Um, And Cam... you. He laughed at at uh, me and Tim being on the same side of a super lock. Watching that show last week, didn't realize we're savants, but hey, hey, hey. <laughs> uh, I'm on Pittsburgh. Just overreaction home Monday night. I guess I, I took don't... both. I took both home underdog division games on Monday night. That's probably how I'll bet it in real life. And they start early enough where I'm not going to be able to not bet them because I'm a sucker.
3: I am certainly not backing down off of the Steelers I'm going to go right back to the well we're going to tease them up and we're going to take them plus two okay
1: you're going to tease them up as well
3: sure am but take them through some key numbers
1: too yeah I mean it takes them up to what eight and a half yep it's a good tease all right, so the, uh, the League Safe Pick'em game is back for this week. I did not win last week. I hope one of you people won. So go to the description. You can download the League Safe app on Android or Apple uh, in their stores. It's completely free to play. Uh, you just sign up, and it's a Pick'em game. So I'm going to run through two questions with you guys, all right? Which, which of these quarterbacks throws for more passing yards in Week 2? Mahomes for 30 points. Josh Allen for 32 Joe Burrow for 35, Lawrence for 37, Lamar Jackson for 42, or Jimmy Garoppolo, which would net you 88 points? I'll take Josh Allen. Lawrence. I'll take Josh Allen as well. One more question. Which number is higher in Week 2? For 25 points, Mike Evans receiving yards. For 30 points, Justin Fields rushing yards. For 40 points, DJ Moore receiving yards. For 45 points, Rashad White rushing yards. Fields rushing.
2: I'll go with Moore receiving, hoping to catch a couple blood dumps to the house.
1: I'm going to go with Justin Fields rushing out. So those are the first two questions this week. So you know where my answers are locked in. Once again, the League Safe app. Uh, you can get it down in the description to search League Safe. Completely free to play. In the bottom and left, you see the games tab. Boom, you're in it. $400 to first prize. The Lister's League on DraftKings is open now, too. So go get your spot in that. There's a one and done as well uh, for the swing season if you want to start it before the Fortinet Championship. What else do we got? That's everything. I think. That means we have to get down to the nitty-gritty. Let's start with survivor picks this week. We all took Baltimore a week ago, and this week I'm going to take Dallas. Jeff. Buffalo. Tim. Philadelphia. Really? Take Philly on a Thursday night? Yeah. Okay. Superlocks for this week. We all come into the week 1-0. and Do you guys have a short list or anything that really hops out? I I have
3: two. Debating. What's that? Sorry. I have two. I'm debating between. Where Where are are they? they? Steelers and Raiders. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to go with the Steelers.
1: Steelers. Boo. Boo?
3: Yeah. Steelers plus two.
1: Steelers plus two. I am between Detroit minus five and a half. And now the Giants minus five at Arizona. Uh, I'm going to go with Detroit minus five and a half.
2: So I am between both those games, but you could even add Buffalo to my list and you could add Chicago to my list. Um, I'm going to take the Giants. Five points on the road.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. So the free money teaser, six and a half point teaser. If I have this correct, Tim, Philly to a half point, Vegas to fifteen points, Green Bay to five and a half points through zero. Washington to ten and Pittsburgh to eight and a half. That's right. What does that pay?
3: Those pay. Uh sorry, plus three fifty.
1: That's eh, not bad.
2: No, not I bad. think that Bill's pit, like the floor could dangerous. Yeah, dangerous. Dangerous. I feel, yeah. fair enough, but I feel really good about the Raiders this week. Maybe, Obviously. but it could get out of hand, and I don't wouldn't even blame the Raiders for that. I'm actually surprised you didn't tease Dallas down in this situation.
3: Eh, it's t- certainly understandable, and I, I wouldn't have a problem with it. I just didn't do it, but I I, you know, I think it's very sensible.
1: All right, that will do it. On the Pat Mayo experience. Shorter show than I think a lot of people were expecting.
3: Well, we did have a marathon last week, so
1: we did. And I know that you have to get out of here. That's really the real reason. Yeah, well, that too. Yeah. So yeah, you know, we got to keep keep everyone on time. Thank you all for watching. So leave those audio ratings and reviews on the Pat Mayo Experience on Apple and Spotify to get into the five hundred dollar draw. We shall return on Sunday evening with myself, a mystery guest, and Tim, Tim and August. Tim August. That is not my name. I am proud of you for not being such a sad sack. Thank you. I think I'm handling this pretty well, all things considered. You really are. You're really trying not to lose most insane to, to Jeff.
3: Well, I think the way I've reacted over the last 24 hours sort of like really
1: puts
2: another feather in my cap for why Jeff. You ate a frozen matzo stick.
1: <laughs> no, no, he didn't eat a frozen matzo stick. He wrote, ate a half box of
2: frozen matzo sticks. I got to, Tim, I got to get a lot crazier, I think. I'll try to help you, buddy. I will try to help you. I have no doubt well, that we, you will.
1: We are doing our cooking segment live on the Sunday evening show every single week. Now, maybe you can read <laughs> off some more DMs from your other best friends on the internet every week. Maybe that could be a reoccurring <laughs> segment.
2: I miss. I misspoke, <laughs> but when the owner's son responds to my DMs and we we had a one-on-one meeting, in Canton at um, Ladanian's Hall of Fame, and he made a promise to me to my face that I have witnesses for. I have witnesses for, and we chatted golf, demon deacons. Okay, Wake Forest alum, those demon deacons, they're rolling I like to see Willie Z. Good to see him on the internet getting healthy. Um, so yeah, we don't just talk football, he's golf obsessed. Uh, yeah, so listen, if you're had. DM access to the owner son of your favorite team, you might once in a while send a sweet nothing as well as like I did. I misrepresented our friendship. That is true. Because it's not a friendship. Do you have the same sort of
1: DM relationship with Postman Ted, Tim? There's no chance
3: that I would DM uh, (laughs) Postman Fireman Ed. No chance. Why not? Yeah, I don't have any super famous owner friends that I DM with. Would you
1: would you not DM him because like the rest of the world, you think he's a giant loser? I mean, I'm not his biggest fan, but I'm not an enemy of his either.
3: He's okay. He's all right.
2: Like you wouldn't want to be able to message Woody Johnson's kid.
1: I'd like to be able to message Woody Johnson. Did you see Woody's? So... I feel like he had yes, everything. The com- yeah, the, the chain that Woody Johnson was wearing, he deserved oh. everything that happened.
3: I could not believe that. I was sauce like, oh,
1: bottomed it. that chain, I think. Well, Sauce should have been uh, less time at the jewelry store, more time remembering how to cover people. Yeah, it wasn't his best night. I'd be the first to say that. That chain was... I mean, I enjoyed the arrogance of it, but it's just so ridiculous. So ridiculous. All right. It was. That'll do it for us. Uh, we got best bets with Cam and Rob, me and Tambo. Sunday night, we need a guest, Tim. Any suggestions? But, Paul, there might be a hurricane, and Paul might not be here. So it would be better if we had someone in the studio rather than – maybe we just do it me and you. All right. Just to, to if keep, we have to. to. To keep it easy. We'll think about it. All right. Sunday Night Live, 7.15 p.m. Eastern time every Sunday on Mayo Media Network, so please go do that. I hope you enjoyed the show. Smash a like on the way out and sub to the channel. And tell some friends, all right? Got to get those up. We got rookie numbers right now. We need to get up to pro-level numbers, apparently. I'm Pat Mayo. Thank you all for watching. I'll see you next time.
2: Mayo Experience!